Welcome, everybody, back to the second episode of Two Peas on a Porch. Some people actually like this for some reason. And here we are. So we're back again, baby. Episode. My name is Caleb Sandlin, otherwise known as Gingium. My name is Hunter Rollins. Uh, just uh, Hunter. I, we also have a third P. Yes, I was about to say. There's a third P. I like joined. how Zach called himself a third P as well. I, I like think that. that's the thing, yeah. yeah. It's like two... Two P's plus a third P plus one. <laughs> so, who who are you? I am I am Bryce Bryce Sandlin. I am Caleb's older brother, Gingium's yes. older brother. Oldest? Older. No, he's got two older brothers. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're one of those two, but that's that's correct. Yes. So that's who we're having here today. It's going to be a fun, relaxed podcast. But to get it started. We're going to go ahead and shotgun some beers. Hold on. I, j- I just need to preface this in s- saying that it is like, what time is it? It's 8.30 on a Monday night, and they just told me we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a surprise for Hunter. It's a good surprise. Gonna shotgun I literally just had a conversation with, yesterday at, with, some, with somebody yesterday and said, I'm sober for the next month. I feel bad now. And it's like 24 hours later. <laughs> well, we told you that you didn't have to do it. Well, it's an optional thing. No, you ca- I can't be the All right, let's just okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I guess we're doing uh, it live. Guests or uh listeners, if you guys want to join us in a shotgun, then you feel free to. But if you don't, that's also totally cool. Because everyone's just going to be like sitting there on their couch like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to shotgun a beer right now." <laughs> hey, some people are about it. <laughs> If, if it was live, I could see it more. But like, what are true. what are the odds of somebody in a recording going to be like? Heck yeah! Wait, actually, if anybody watches this, video you doing a shotgun as well. Yeah, that'd be and great. DM it to Send us, us videos of really you shotgunning funny. with us. We'll, really we'll count it down and stuff. Um, all right, yeah. So it might get a little quiet for here for a second. Well, I can I can We're talk. Still here. If you're setting it up. Yeah, I guess we can all set it up. Uh, I mean, you should. You should do ours to first, and then hand this it to us. This is the first time for these me. guys need me to make their their shotgun hole. Is well, that's so not the thing. The thing is that we're trying to record, and I don't have keys, so then we'd you know we'd be all so chilling. One of the things that w- this is the two peas on a porch podcast, right? And one of the things is we are on a porch. dead set on filming this or recording this on my porch every episode. Yeah. Uh, a factor that I did not <laughs> quite think about is that it gets cold. There's like yep. a cold season. Yeah, it's called um, winter, I think. Yeah, it's called winter. Right. But I would, we're in the I would love to let have you guys know that we are still on my porch. We're on the we're porch. We're doing this. We've got blankets, beanies, jackets, the whole nine. Yeah. Um, we're cuddled up. Oh, didn't spill it all. Perfect. Uh, I'm not going to lie. At some point, this might have to be an episode or two of Two Peas in a Living Room. Yeah, but this is an open porch. It's not going to heat very well. We could get one of those stand things that they have at restaurants. Hey, we can make it work. Those are only like fifty. If we want to spend like a hundred bucks of our budget on heating, electricity, you can know? we just? I just want to shout a little appreciation out to Caleb because remember, guys, last episode we did not have any re- equipment. We were recording on Zach's, uh, our friend. Shout out, shooting cars, yep. Zach Pradle. The guest uh, we were of the recording last podcast on his. Uh, equipment, mm-hmm. and obviously he went back to Chicago. We're here in Georgia, and we didn't have any. But uh, we got so excited about the podcast and how well the first episode went that Caleb actually went and bought a 
pretty decent dollars worth of equipment to record this on. So yeah. everybody give Caleb a big thanks because I'm broke. I didn't have the money, but he did it. Yeah. Shout out to Caleb. Hell yeah, Caleb. Maybe not the best investment, but it's we're, we're here to have fun. So yeah. Well, like we said from we'll the beginning, this is not a job. This has this doesn't have anything to do with Gingium. This doesn't have anything to do with me and what I do with S3 Magazine or anything. It's literally just Caleb and I having a good time having conversations with people that we that are we important to us yeah you know yep um so that's it's really fun yeah so i mean uh, yeah to the, I, and you know moving forward there's probably gonna be people you've never heard of on here uh and you're just gonna be like okay bryce sandlin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, media presence is a little low at the moment <laughs> how many followers you got on instagram bryce 30 <laughs> are you serious i don't instagram man how many snap do you i guess snapchat doesn't really have followers Let's let's check. What's your Snap score? That's I guess that's an important thing. Oh well, I, I send a lot of Snapchats. Doesn't mean I'm. Yeah, we should also note that there's a fourth person here that does not have a microphone, by the name of Audrey Stewart. So, yeah, yeah, she's here. Um, we just didn't. We, I only bought. <laughs> I forked up enough dough to buy three microphones but not a fourth <laughs> guys i have 229 instagram followers thank you very much oh, wow. you're doing you're give doing it up right, for Bryce. Claps. Right, we're ready for the shotgun claps i'm probably gonna stand up because yeah. i will peer I'm, I'm gonna move frankly. the mic a little bit um i don't know about that we'll see guys i want everyone to know that the first shotgun caleb ever did was with me you remember that was he of age what you remember that, Caleb? Uh, all the shotguns kind of blur together, not going to lie. <laughs> Besides uh, this one. This one enough, will stand out. All right. All right. Oh, I'm leaking. We got to do it fast. Three, one, two, one. Mm. It's so cold. I definitely beat everyone. <sighs> I failed. I failed big time. Woo! A little beer spilled. Dude, that was man. Caleb, oh it was Caleb's idea to do the shotgun. That was <laughs> so cold. That yeah. sucked. Yeah, yeah. That was awful. Why? <laughs> once again, once again, it's a Monday night. Not only is it a Monday night, but you made me shotgun, and it's it was cold. This is falling. I tightened it. Here we go. All right, we're good. We're good. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Are you drinking liquor? What is happening? Rough. It's Monday. Guys. Guys, get it together. Guys, we got to rain this please in. Give, please give me the schnapps. Yeah, what I think are we, we have doing? to rain this in, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's how it works. Yeah, so that shotgun definitely sucked, mostly just because the Did you finish yours? You didn't do it. No, I finished it. I okay, did finish okay, it. Okay. Um, it. That mostly sucked because of the thing that we drank was – Ice cold. Ice cold. And so, yeah, I was just in physical pain, and I, I definitely pushed out a little bit. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, that I finished hurt. it, though. I did finish it. You know, I was curious about the fact you said you wanted to do a shotgun, because I do remember some of the shotguns we've done together. and I'm terrible at shotgunning bears. Dude, you did. I remember when you came down here on the Volvo road trip. You were fully against shotgunning, but now you're kind of a you're a little shotgunner. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy doing it. It's a fun way to start a podcast or anything else. Uh, but yeah, I'm not good at it. That's for sure. I think I'm okay at it. Yeah, you're better at it than me. I think I personally think shotguns are like 
the most rowdy like turn up thing you can do. Like it's more it's more than a shot in my mind. Shots I think are it depends easier. on what you're drinking, but yeah, I I disagree. Shotgunning, especially twisted tea, at least when it's not ice cold, is super easy. Really, it's easier than a shot in in my opinion. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd rather shotgun and take a shot. But I've never shotgun like you drink like pretty heavy stuff. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't shotgun a craft beer. You, you, that would be a, that would be that would be rough. I've, I've shotgunned a tall boy before. That's oh, that's that's really rough. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to mop my porch now, aren't I? Yeah, sorry, sorry about, about that. that. Well, I mean, no, I figured that was gonna be the case. I didn't stomp on it. Or at least I didn't spill anything. I like uh, not got sure I down to the last like tenth of the can, and then I I chucked it on the ground and considered it done. <laughs> Hey, Close I enough. went all the way. I usually do that. Yeah, it's all right. Audrey also finished hers. Audrey also did shock on something. All right, well, so Bryce, do you want to tell the viewers a little bit about yourself? Well, sure, I could do that. Um, I'm Bryce. I've been Caleb's brother Hi, for his Bryce. whole life. Yep. And no, I just finished. Uh, I finished a PhD actually. Um, oh, I feel like Doctor Sandlin over <laughs> Dr. Sandlin. here. Doctor Sandlin, I, I go by Doctor Bryce Sandlin. Doctor Bryce, I but, can see uh, that. It sounds like a good TV show. Yeah, I finished my my PhD in theoretical computer science. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, what does theoretical computer science consist of? Uh, well, it's a lot of math. That sounds terrible. Good for you. Yeah, it's uh, not not easy stuff by any means. But I was always really interested in it, and. Um, yeah, so I decided to do a PhD in it, but now I'm getting back in engineering, uh, software engineer at GoPuff, and Go, um, GoPuff. GoPuff is yeah. that like an app? It is an app. Uh, it's in like most major cities, college campuses. Um, it's like a DoorDash, right? Kind of thing for it, this easiest answer is that it's a convenience store that delivers. Okay. So um, if you imagine a Walgreens, but you actually have an app and they drive right to you uh, wait so does that awesome, include actually. like i'm getting way too invested in this but are we talking like like pharmaceuticals and stuff like that too absolutely really interesting yeah, they even have uh prescription pharmacy i'm pretty sure interesting yeah cool concept okay no I'm it's, here it's the it. way of the future uh they're not super big yet but they're growing they've doubled in valuation every year since inception yeah and i think of like doordash like because this seems somewhat similar to doordash it doordash is. is huge now it is and yeah. it's it's that's that's where the economy is going yeah um yeah delivery is the the way of the future brick and mortar is kind of kind of fizzling out yeah it's true not not probably for everything not for, for everything the, not yeah probably for the better for a lot of stuff though so yeah that's awesome. Yeah, Bryce has always been, and all my siblings really have always been very smart and very, uh, you did, what, 10 years of school? You, you too, Caleb. Yeah. No, uh, we're, a, we're, a, we're a bright family. Um, no, I look at a lot of stuff that, you know, that you've done with car stuff and, yeah, like, we were also very creative, like, growing yeah. up, all of us. Like, yep. I got a lot from my older brother um, in terms of just, like, trying to build stuff and you know mod things and um i, I feel like i impacted you a little bit that yeah way. that is so none of nobody in my family was ever a car guy that's true but Not cars. we were all very creative we were all very smart we all had the desire to make stuff and modify absolutely. stuff absolutely and 
that's essentially what I'm doing, just with cars. Right. Now, um, you you stuck with it longer. Like, yeah. like, for me, I made that that game mod when I was in high school. And I worked on it a little bit in college as well. But the thing is, I went to college, and I kind of committed to the more traditional path, whereas you kept going with your, your hobby, essentially. Yep. Yeah, the um, creativity side. But yeah, I'm definitely more of a creative than a... Not that, you know, not that you like, like engineering school. is you not like, creative. You don't like I, yeah, school I the same school. way I, I do. Yeah. I, I really love school, and that's why I did, as ten you described, <laughs> 10 years of it. Post, I, I, feel, I feel like that is the case with the majority of like PhD holders or however you want to... Well, you're not going to do a PhD if you don't like school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like the friends that I have with PhDs, it wasn't so much as they wanted the PhD as much as it was they just wanted to keep going to school. They just enjoyed. And then once they had the PhD, a lot of them still went back and got different irrelevant degrees just because they enjoy school. Yeah, I think I'm... I think my education is is done. Yeah, I'm not uh, not <laughs> not looking at adding to that ten years. How what how was it being a PhD student? Oh, it's terrible. It's <laughs> horrible. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's some fields where like I think like something like like psychology fields or like more like applied PhDs um, where it can make sense. Uh, yeah, but, like more hands-on kind of stuff. Yeah, the like really research-heavy PhDs. I mean, if you're really passionate about it and you're really good at it, and you really want, yeah, if you want to do it, then fine. But for ninety percent of people, probably not the right path. Yeah. Um, the, the reality is that so many people will get PhDs and they won't, um, yeah, they won't actually use them because uh, there's just not a ton of jobs, and the jobs that are there are pretty rough. Like I had to go to Canada to do a PhD. And if I wanted to continue in academia, you had to be super flexible about where you want to live. And frankly, I'd make a lot less money. Yeah. So, yeah, it's there's really not many pros about it besides you're well, a doctor now. Well, some people really like doing that kind of work. Sure. Like, true, true, I, yeah. I still enjoy, you know, the kind of research stuff that I've done. Um, I've got a paper that I just published, actually, in one of the top algorithms conferences. Congratulations. Well, thank you. But, um, but yeah, no, it's really hard to make a career out of it. And yeah, I'm happy I'm going back in engineering, especially in the software field. Is This is a really good place to be. So the PhD that you have, do you think you have you could have gotten your current job without it? Oh, 100%. Yeah, the per- person, other person on my team has a Berkeley undergraduate, but that's a lot less education than what I have. So where was the value for you in the PhD? Just because you liked school or? Well, the reason I did it was because I liked learning. I knew there was so much more that I hadn't learned yet in when it comes to computer science, you know, the actual, you know, figuring out kind of like how these things work, like how do computers work from a fundamental perspective? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty awesome. You know, it's it's really awesome. Uh, didn't have that knowledge, and that's what I yeah, that's what I wanted to do. So that's what I did. But um, yeah, it's just not necessarily super practical. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of these things, it's like once you know the best way to sort, you know, put numbers in order, kind of thing. That's it. That's you just you use need. that. Use that every time, and there's not like you need a whole field of people working on it. Like right. one person did it once. And then it's done. Whereas you look at software engineering, there's so many engineers because there's so much to build. Everything is software now. 
Yeah, that is true. That is uh, probably the highest in demand mm-hmm. out of anything. And, and it's, it's just going to get more yeah, and more. Yeah, it's not changing. Yeah. And so, I mean, you had gotten an undergraduate in computer science mm-hmm. and then went to work for Microsoft. For, oh, for Microsoft. That's cool. Yeah, for what, a year or two? Was it? Yeah, I got, I got a, a math and computer science undergraduate, and then I worked at Microsoft for a year and a year and a summer. Yeah, and you, you helped develop the Xbox One, right? That what? is correct. Yeah. Yes, I did. That's I wild. Was, I was on the Xbox One launch team. Man, funny story about that, actually. Um, w- w- might as well tell the story as well. Dive in. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so I already talked about my PhD. It seems like all right, I, I won't talk the whole podcast but um you're anyway. the guest so well, yeah. thank you thank we're you we're here for no, you so man. i i did my phd in canada um uh, but like caleb i'm from st charles and uh, chicago chicago yeah. suburbs I'm, I'm an american so that was another experience that we can talk about as well uh being in a different country than the united states but what i wanted to say is that um yeah xbox one i had this awesome employee edition xbox one yeah i remember that I was, it was like such a cool thing. It had like a little plaque on it said, I made this. Like when they first got released, they were being auctioned for like, you know, several thousand dollars. What? Um, That's crazy. How did you know how many were made? I don't, but I think around in, in the hundreds. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was really excited about it, but I'll admit the Xbox One, you know, the first Xbox One console was not great. Not a great, yeah, not a great they machine. It, over it was time. actually very interesting to see, you know, being at Microsoft at the time to see like what made it be that way. Right. And we had some like pretty rough like company meetings where it's like, well, we went to E3 and it didn't go so well. Really? Oh, yeah. I never heard any of this. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Explain. Well, the, do, do you know what E3 is? I know what E3 is. Okay. Like, wait, no. No, it's I like don't. the big. Oh, it's E3, like SEMA, it's like for, SEMA games. for video games. Yes, yes exactly. I do know what E three is. Okay, okay, I'm following. Yeah, no. For I, some reason, I was thinking. Uh, I I was thinking about EA, and I was like, why would no. you? What? What? Why? Why does EA have any influence? But okay, continue. Yeah, no, we like we like yeah, like um, I didn't I didn't go to E three, but but one of the executives did, and like the original plans for the Xbox One were like even worse than what it actually ended up being. But they were going to have it like geo-locked where you could only use it in the region you're from. Oh, no. And like it had to be connected to the internet 100% of the time. Otherwise, you just couldn't do anything. And there would be no hard copy games. I do remember that. I I remember remember there being like a big thing about not being able to share used games like with your friend. Yep. Yep. Like you'd have to pay yep. to use a yep. borrowed game and everybody was livid about that. Oh, it was it was just like a lot of like very corporate decisions, like yeah. Basically bad yeah, got rid of everyone's <laughs> very like, bad. freedom and yeah, no. They they recognize it like like oh yeah, like we like talked about these policies, we would, like basically like boot off the stage kind of thing. You know? Do you yeah. guys remember uh PlayStation's like little spoof commercial that they did about about that like whole borrowed game conundrum nope. no yeah i remember like it may not have been like a tv commercial but it, it, i i do remember seeing it on like a facebook ad or something so like they that. essentially were making fun of xbox yeah for... they, they were basically like this is how easy it is to share a playstation game and one dude walked up and handed the game to another <laughs> dude well, I'm gonna... 
keep going. No, no, that was basically it. If you're going to talk about ease of use when it comes to like PlayStation, do you guys remember the the old school days when you had to get a, a multi tab or whatever? Yeah, if you, if it, like the memory card. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, the, the, the like 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 a PS one or PS two like only had two controller slots. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You don't remember that? I I don't. I mean, I, I played PlayStation. It, it was two, like the biggest twice. barrier. Like most most PlayStation games were just one or two player. Like they they didn't. Because it just wasn't made. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but um, what was I saying? There's definitely an animal walking around out there. Yeah, it's there probably is. a deer. So I have um, I have three pet deer. Their names are Avril, Lindsay, and uh, oh no, what's the last one's name? <laughs> oh no. Oh, Brittany. Brittany. Avril, Lindsay, and Brittany. Uh, the teenage heart throbs from my childhood. Wow. Wow, it's loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, isn't it? That is awesome, you, actually. It's well, then that's yeah, why we that's do it them. on a porch. I throw, I throw deer corn out there, so getting my beer coat on now too. So yeah, I feel less exactly less the cold. the uh, the shotgun's kicking in. <laughs> oh yeah, I well can we also feel it. Yeah, we also did a little shot. That was fast. I haven't had a lot of water today. Anyway, I feel like I never concluded my story. Yeah, sorry. Oh we shit! No, I actually really didn't conclude the story. Sorry. Story's E3. Done. E3. Well, okay. Bad. Actually, that was kind of done. That, oh, like, okay. yeah, basically, like, no, no. We did Wait, realize it was it was bad. I need more context. How were you involved with the Xbox One? I was a software engineer at Microsoft on the Xbox team. Yeah, so... He was I, designing, like, Xbox Live. And yeah, we were, I, was on, I was on Xbox Live. Okay. We were working... Actually, we were, in, we, were, we were in an internal-facing team. It was... So, like, the, 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 main, like, the main board meetings they were having for the entirety of the Xbox One you were present for. Well, I wasn't in any of the executive meetings, but anything that was like like the like software, invo- the actual yeah. assembling of the system. Okay, it's pretty cool. I'm well, software. Try- I'm just trying to get in your. I'm trying to get in your shoes. Yeah. No, it was it was a great time to be there because we had like uh, like dinners every night. Like I would go to these dinners because I was too lazy to cook, but the people who were actually there were people who were working late because they were trying to ship features and stuff. Mm, right. So I'd be like sitting down and I'd be like. Oh hi, I'm Bryce. So, like, I'm a new grad. Like, I just got this job. And this other person would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the VP of this," or like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, these like oh, the head, these head guys. Like, yeah. yeah. But that was pretty cool. Anyway, um, the Xbox One wasn't super great. So when I had my Xbox One Employee Edition, mm, right? Employee I used it. Edition Baller. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. With the the, the I was saying it. I had I had it. With this, it was like white. Had a little placket that said, "I made this." They were going for like three to five thousand, something like that. Crazy. And then I. I was using it, and then I'm like, Xbox One actually kind of sucks. Like, it's not really that good. I wasn't really using the playing the games. I played. I want to say Forza, but I can't. Is that the right game? Forza. Played one of those racing games a lot, and uh, that, that's an Xbox Forza. racing game. Is Forza anyway? But um, and it was like as a Netflix box, it like underperformed compared to like some of the other options I had. So eventually, I put this thing in a box, and I just wasn't using it at all. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Canada, and I had a couple roommate experiences. Okay. I quit Microsoft to go to grad school. Wanted to learn more. Anyway, um, I ended up somewhere in Canada, and I had this Xbox One that was actually pretty valuable. Um, but I was living in, like, essentially a college situation with people that were poor and whatnot. Anyway, pandemic comes back around. Yep doesn't come back around and comes, comes around for the first, first time. time comes around for the first time <laughs> and i'm like you know what like i'm gonna play some xbox one 
Like, mine as well. Like, we're cooped up here. I haven't heard this story either. Oh, well, it's a good story. I, I <laughs> oh, no. get to my box, open it up, and find no Xbox One employee oh, return. my gosh. It gets stolen from me. By one of your roommates? It had to be either a roommate or, like, a roommate friend. Oh, my god! Which is, like, pretty brutal. That's pretty bad. Oh, it's terrible. How, how, you have so no idea who it was. How did you approach the situation? Well, I didn't. I uh, there was <laughs> there was one person who I thought might have had it, and I I actually did ask him, but I tried to like not be a dick about it. I just actually wanted to know. Yeah. But he didn't tell me anything. So yeah, yeah obviously fine. not. So you just kind of let so it you go. Still, wow. not much I can do about it. That I actually sucks. I did email my old boss at Microsoft. He didn't respond to my email. Oh. But hey, can I get another one? <laughs> I was like, well, hey, like you got the. There's newer stuff coming out, and like I don't know, they probably had extra stuff lying around. But the thing is, once you're not an employee at a company anymore, they don't care. They don't really care. They yeah, don't really care. Um, so yeah, that's well, that insane. Sucks. That's a great story. I mean, it's, it's a sucky story. But I I've had only good. I've had things stolen from me three times, and every time it was in Canada, and each time <laughs> was Canada's not as nice as you <laughs> think. Oh, you're trying to say something? Well, I mean, it depends where you are locally, right? But um, no, the other two times, like I had a winter parka, which you really need when you're living in Canada. And we went to this bar and it happened to be the night of the Grey Cup. What is the Grey Cup? Some sort of sporting? It's the CFL's Super Bowl. What is a C- what, what is Hockey? What? Canadian Football League. Oh, I didn't even know they that. They play football thing. in Canada, but it's like, like, kind like of a American joke. American football or like soccer? American football. Okay, okay. American football. Uh, but it's it's more like a semi-professional league. Like mo- a lot of people have jobs outside of I uh, playing in the, the right. CFL. Anyway, but like we went to this bar. It happened to be CFL. Um, sorry, it happened to be the Grey Cup, and we were sitting on like benches, and we just had a big pile of coats because it's Canada. You need a coat, and you can't really hang up a coat when you're sitting on a bench. Yeah, and you don't want to be wearing it. You're not going to wear it inside the bar. Yeah. Anyway. And the night comes around, I look for my coat. It's just not in the pile, <sighs> and I it just wasn't. I left I left the bar without the coat, and I later went back and looked at the security camera footage and saw someone walking out of that bar with my parka. And whether it was an accident or not, they never right. brought it back. So that's a stolen parka. Yeah, I think that kind of goes to show it wasn't. I'm surprised an they let you look at the security footage. I know. I I I was like. Hey, I think I lost a parka here. Like, then their immediate response was, "Oh, we, we're not responsible for loss or stolen items." I'm like, "Well, can I look at the security camera footage or something?" And she's like, "Yeah, okay, you can probably do that." Yeah, that's pretty but, cool. Uh, no, that's cool, but sucks. Regardless, it was just like this was like December or like November. Oof. And I was so heartbroken. I love that parka so much. I remember that. That one, I didn't. I, think. I didn't replace it. I I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so I went the whole Canadian winter without a proper winter coat, which sucked. Oh, what's the what's the retail on those? That one was a cheaper parka, which was like two hundred bucks. Okay, it's not terrible, but still heartbreaking to lose. You get yeah. a, you get attacked. Uh, it, it's weird how we can get attached to like apparel, right? Like, do you ever have like your favorite dude? You've been 100%. wearing like the same pair of jeans for like three years. Well, that was not out of attachment. That was out of laziness and no. At the time that I owned this parka, it was my most valuable possession. <laughs> like I 
fucking loved that parka. It was like perfect fit. Mm. It was so warm. That's it was hard to get so, in a coat, too. It was so needed. Yeah. Like, you really needed it. And then to have it just, like, stolen from me like that. It, it really, I just felt so violated. <laughs> like, I, it was, I felt as violated as I did when I got my, realized my Xbox One had been stolen by someone that was, like, living, living with me. With um, yeah. Dude, I would, uh, th- I don't, I don't know what I would do. That would, that would destroy me. Because I, I would just feel uncomfortable in my own skin. These are people that you live with. Well, at that time, I had actually already moved to a place by myself. So that okay. was good. Yeah, that would be bad so if you, you were fa- still that, with Yeah, them that would them. be bad if you were still with them. Yeah. I actually don't know who I, I moved two different places and the Xbox One was just in a cardboard box, and I'm. You didn't <laughs> notice that the cardboard box was significantly yeah. I think lighter. I did. I did notice it. I think I I did notice it. Honestly, it was like subconscious, but I noticed it when I was moving out to yeah. my own the the final the final move to my uh-huh. new place. I'm like, I did not see my white employee edition Xbox One controller, and yeah, the box did feel a little lighter. But I didn't. It was like subconscious. I didn't. Yeah, and when you're I, moving, the, you're at the same time, to... I actually also wa- lost a watch in that move. So I don't know. It could have just been nabbed at that point. But I'll That's never crazy. know. Crazy. Were, were you That's like rough. friends with those roommates, or were they just like roommates? Man, I had one. I have one really good friend in Canada. I lived with for more than two years. Two years and like a, a month or two right before I left. But he was awesome. Uh, but he owned a bar, and he owns a bar. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, we would we would go to the McMullen's pub all the time, and it was really fun because he owned the bar, which right. meant we could like kind of like it used to be. I used to go there, and he would let me stay when they closed uh-huh. and kick everyone else out. He even had a policy. It was even so bad. This actually, this is kind of bad. He was like, yeah, like significant others, like can't stay at the bar when we're closing and i'm like you know like i'm staying at the bar when you're closing but that the rule like didn't apply to me and i was like okay we should probably like not do that yeah. but um yeah it was awesome anyway but um he was so generous canadians can be so generous that's what they say about canada oh it's like it's like obnoxious almost like you'll like go out for drinks and like it's like hard to pay for your own drink that sounds great. <laughs> uh, anyway, but he was super generous when it came to like living with people in the sense of like, yeah, like you can come live with me, like, yeah, like. Right. But then like they're terrible roommates. Yeah, like you don't want to live with people like that. You want to be really choosy about who you live with. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, that's why I don't. So you were living anyone. with him with other people that Correct. he had just Correct. invited. I see. Correct. Okay. Makes sense. Well, so I mean, that's Need the story of Bryce. Well, yeah, that was yeah, fun. that was a, we got a lot of good, good, good stories in there. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna tell my petite Lamont story. Okay, tell it. Let's hear it. Um, okay, so this past week, I went to Petite Lamont with some friends. Petite Lamont. What is this place? Okay, so Petite Lamont, there is a racetrack here. It's pretty legendary in the. It's pretty legendary. Uh, Bryce is getting another beer. Uh, oh, by <laughs> the way, Bryce, if you have to pee, you have to pee off the porch. Yeah, you can't I've, be inside. Well, I've heard kind of a rule. Um. So, anyways. No, Audrey, you can use the restroom. <laughs> uh, dang it, I'm getting distracted. Okay. So, Petit Le Mans, 
There is a racetrack local to here that's pretty legendary in the car world called uh, Road Atlanta. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Bryce. Bryce is not much of a car guy. Well, um, yeah, not really. Sorry. If you played, if you played Forza, if you played, if you actually played Forza, there is a ninety-nine percent chance that you have digitally driven this racetrack. You probably played Forza Horizon. Anyway, actually, maybe not. It was know. one of the ones that came out with the initial Xbox One release. I think that was Forza Seven. Wasn't it open world, or was it like racetracks that you raced around on? What do you mean, open world? Like, like were you, you drive like, driving on you city want. streets, or were you only driving on racetracks? I was not driving on city streets. Okay, okay. so, so you're right. Probably four to seven. Yeah. Um, All right, so maybe you did drive on Red Atlanta. Anyways, but there is an, there is a racing series called IMSA. I don't. I'm not sure what it stands for, but it's a pretty big deal. There's a lot of like what's called like LMP cars, which are dedicated race cars. Then there's like uh, smaller. Uh, classes or leagues that that like race porsches and then there's like a class that race lamborghinis and so on so forth right and this isn't like like nascar where it's one corner no this is they're going around these this is legit ups and downs like it's yeah a lot of these people fly in from like britain australia stuff like that these are like real this is like you know a couple of steps under f1 it's a big deal um awesome so a lot of people it's a big deal the fans will camp (laughs) Um, so Road Atlanta in the infield, the infield is very large. At Road Atlanta is a pretty large track. You know, there's actually like a lake in, in it and like a bunch of woods. So people will go set up, you know, these super baller campsites and, and it's a good time. Like I, we were there from Wednesday to Saturday. Oh, that's where you were. Yeah, that's where I was. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's a, a good time. A buddy of mine, shout out JT, who will probably be on the podcast at some point. He just built uh this or he's in the process of building this really cool kind of adventure van out of this like some some sort of big dodge utility van but he built a little camper out of it sleeps a lot of people surprisingly but we took it i stayed in that with him a couple of other buddies came out you know pitched tents whatever one dude slept in a truck but it was a fun time um but dude i don't know if it's just like a post-covid or whatever you want to call it or whatever it was that happened it's the most people that i have ever seen at Road Atlanta at one time. Really? It was... Even more than, like, Formula Drift or anything like that? Swamped. From, from like, corner to corner, there was people, tents, Enos, everywhere. Wow. Um, So, like, we are in... I want to say it's, like, turn 11, 13, or 14. I can't remember. It's right... We were camping right at the bottom of the S's, where you make the left turn and go up the hill. Okay. Yeah, yep. are you familiar? Yes. You know we're talking. So kind we're, of, yeah. we're we're like right there in that corner, right? Okay. Um, and there's a ton of people camping, dude. Um, and so do they have any like regulations on it or like how does it work? With so camping? I'm kind of getting there, but okay, sure. y- yes and no. For the most part, it's just a free for all. Like you find a spot, yeah. You pitch it, right? Do you have to pay for those the spots? They're not. Oh yeah, it's pretty. I mean, the pass. Or? I'm pretty sure I paid like a hundred bucks for a pass, and then like if you want to get in and camp, just have in field vehicle pass is like another seventy bucks. So you're probably like 170 in. But you to don't be even able to pay camp. for the spot. No, that's there weird. is no spots. It's a free for all. Oh, that sounds first. First, that sounds, uh, it could be kind of fun actually. It, it could be it, fun, or could it be crowded. It depends how many passes they sell. Yeah, I mean it's cra- It's unlike anything I've ever experienced. Even different than it. Different, different than grid life. Um, it, it's I can imagine it's something because yeah. like the people who are coming here aren't like the grid life guys. Grid no. life um, is basically 
like it's a music festival mixed with motorsports so it's pretty fun they do racing and then at night they've got a big music, the music festival but that for uh, awesome. for for Everyone uh fucked up oh that sounds like a fucking grand old yeah time. it's yeah. a great time yeah, and they do time. one in colorado now that's freaking awesome and we're going next year you're totally invited Ooh. um Anyways, you have to be careful with me with invites. Yeah, give me, he, give me an invite, and he takes it seriously. <laughs> I I snap on that. So, so this was another level because this is a, a very high class event, right? Yeah, um, wealthy people, probably very wealthy people. I mean, there is the drivers full least. on RVs, like giant Prevost, like million dollar motor coaches yeah. that are just tucked off in the woods with a bunch of like older white dudes just getting smashed. It's it's like the the culture that was there was just so odd um and like the the dudes next to us that like pitched up next to us they strung bungee cords and a tv from a tree what stole power from the women's like outhouse bathroom and were playing forza oh drifting i saw that on, on your, drifting so on ro- they were drifting sick. on road atlanta sitting in front of road atlanta like that's it, pretty awesome it, it, cool. it was really funny but anyways i say that so where we pitched Right beside us was uh, the bathhouse, right? So Road Atlanta does have, like, bathhouses spread out for events like that. Um, and we kind of, you know, we snuck in, stole the power. You know, we were powering heaters, Just plugged whatever. into an outlet and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, put, like, there's, like, a little box. We put, like, a padlock on it so nobody could unplug us. It, oh, it, it was really funny. Anyways. That's um, <laughs> Smart. So it's... The night before the race, the actual race is on Saturday. They have like three days of practice and qualifying. So this is Friday night. Yeah, this is Friday night. Okay. Same night we were camping, Bryce. Yeah, yeah. same night. Y'all were out there. It's like 11 o'clock. Most of the guys, I didn't do. So the week before that was SEMA. Uh, SEMA was a little bit rough for me, um, in, well, uh, uh, influence wise. We did a lot. We did drank a, lot. a lot. We drank a lot. So uh, I took it very. Speaking of which. I think one of us doesn't have a beer right now. Hunter, probably. Do you want a beer, Hunter? You don't have to have a beer. Just get a twisted tea. Come on, man. <sighs> well, you don't have to. Yeah, That's Bryce. True. You don't have to. I don't think you're in a position to peer pressure the host of Two Peas on a Porch. Oh, I'm not peer pressuring anyone. Anyone? <laughs> Everyone is. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not opposed to it. I'm definitely not going to go get it myself, so somebody's going to go get it. But I think that's our producer, Audrey Stewart. Oh, the producer. Producer Stewart. Okay, fine. Give me one. I, I I will hold it in my hand. No promises. I will drink it. <laughs> um, you can just sip it. You don't have to. Anyways, we're not we're not asking you a shotgun at this time. This so, time. it's Friday night. Yeah. Sorry. So I it's took it the week before that with SEMA. I did a lot of a lot of uh, influential things. So I <laughs> I was playing it pretty sober, pretty sober and cool. The uh, for the races. But most of the other guys I were with, a lot of the guys that we were with were, um, this is like, uh, me and I would say Caleb are very blessed in the fact that we are kind of used to the whole motorsport thing, right? Like, we get to do it pretty frequently. Um, so, a race like that, although it is very cool, it's not like mind-blowing, mind right? We yeah. do it fairly frequently. But for a lot of the guys there... It's like they're one hurrah a year, yeah. right? It's like they've, they've been waiting all year for this moment to come. So they, they ended up getting, a lot of them were pretty hammered, having a great time. You know, we had, we had fires going. Everybody was walking around from tent to tent, just 
Sounds like a lot of fun. Just yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I would have been hammered if I was Just, just yeah, having yeah. a good <laughs> time. I was minding sure. my business. I said A-twisted too. She came out here with the whole 24-pack. <laughs> um, hey, at least this one's cold. Double T, baby. All right. <clears throat> so. I guess the other one was cold, too, to be fair. Yeah, that one didn't have much time to warm up. I'm good right now. Well, Caleb was like, oh, we want a few to be a little warmer. Put them in the cooler. <laughs> there's there's no ice in the cooler. This was an empty cooler. It doesn't matter. It's there's still other it's, cold drinks. In it's like you pull it insulates it. Like, yeah. I anyway, know. Okay. Anyways. Well, it was better than the fridge. Okay. So give me it, a break. It gets to like eleven o'clock, and then all of a sudden, this lady walks up. You know, we're you. We've had like a couple guys or gal girls, whoever, like walk up and chat with us. So it wasn't necessarily out of the ordinary. But this one girl comes up kind of aggressively, and then she goes, "Is this any of your cars up here?" Like, is this any of your car? Is the whatever? Is this Volvo? There was a turbo Volvo 240 wagon there. That's um, cool. But there, there was just like a random vehicles kind of like parked beside the bathhouse, right? Mm-hmm. So you turned in to where we were camping. There was the bathhouse, and there was just a little dirt road that like looped around it and then went back out. Right. Um, and it was the fire marshal lady. And oh, we were like. We're like, no, we don't think any of those are ours. Like, we're kind of looking around our group. Everybody's like, no, I don't think so. And then she was like, well, I have to be able to get a fire truck through here, and all these cars are blocking. Remember, I said there's a lot of people there. So there was vehicles everywhere. There was vehicles boxed in. There was, like, you know, there's ATVs, golf carts, dirt bikes. You could bring whatever you wanted in there. There was a dude riding around in a motorized bathtub. Like, (laughs) you you could bring whatever. What the that's yeah. definitely a car guy. Like some people build some random crap just to drive around the pits. Yeah. So like the, all of these random motorized vehicles that you can't just move by hand or in the way. And like she was very frustrated. Remember, it's eleven o'clock. These guys are g- like gone. They're blasted. They should not be getting behind the wheel of a motorized well, vehicle. Well, not only that, but you can't come up to a bunch of drunk dudes yeah. aggressively. Yeah. That's, so obviously, yeah. some of them started getting kind of like, like, what are you, you coming up here at eleven o'clock? You're coming, you're coming up. The, these have been parked like this for three days. You're gonna say something right now? <laughs> and <laughs> the night before the race. Yeah. Well, so I'm sitting good here. Point, I'm like, okay, okay. How to diffuse? How to diffuse? And then so she, she, she was like, none of them are yours. Okay. So she walks <laughs> up, back to where the cars are, um, it, which is probably a hundred feet from where we were. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of the guys follow her up just to see if one of the cars she's talking about might be theirs. Um, so I go back to, like, minding my own business. And then I notice, like, these guys haven't come back for a minute, right? So I walk back up there. One of the guys that we were with, I, can't, I think his name, well, I'm not going to say his name. Um, Probably going to do. Let's call him Blake. Blake. Yeah. Um, so Blake's standing there. And uh, I hear the fire marshal lady goes is this yours and he's like no and she goes is this yours and he goes yeah that's my truck and then she goes okay well you got to move this has got to get out of here and then he looks at her and he goes no (laughs) no. (laughs) he goes no and she goes what like you got to move it and he goes no i'm not moving it and she goes well i'm gonna tow it and he goes it's a rental (laughs) that's all he said he's like do whatever you want with it He's like, I pick my truck up tomorrow. I'll just tell him where to. I'm just. I'll just tell him to pick it up at the tow yard. Like, what, what are you gonna do? Oh, they'll, they'll charge him for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. That's why I was like, not, not a not a 
great response, but yeah, it might be like, uh, I'm a little drunk. I'm going to stand my ground kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, had, I had a rental car in Edmonton and like went through apparently some speed camera. and mm, Yeah, they probably like double charge you. Well, like, no, it's like, I just, you can like refute it or something mm-hmm. if it's actually your car, but if it's a rental car, you're just fucked. Yeah. That reminds, anyway, me of, that reminds me of another story coming back from Colorado. But anyways, um, yeah, so he just like straight up, I'm standing there. And he goes, he goes, N- no, I'm, I'm, I'm not moving it. And then she goes, okay, all right, all right, I'll be back. Oh, I'll be back. Man. It sounds like something that would just stress me out a little bit and I wouldn't have a great time if that was happening around me. Hold on, excuse me, my mic's keeps falling you can tighten it yeah there's a screw thing okay i think we're all right now yeah you're you're good um but yeah so we like go back and everybody's like uh blake what are you doing dude just move your truck and he's like who comes my truck has been right there for three days he was like you did like why all like why all of a sudden and like to be fair his his reasoning was like listen if she would have come up and been like, "Hey, like I'm sorry it's late, but like like I you know, please I, I'm just trying to do my job right. and I just really need to be able, you know, in case anything happens." If she would have came up like that, that would have been one thing. But she mm-hmm. came up like, "Whose cars are these? They got to get the f- out of here, you know, yeah. like that I I know that feeling of like um, kind of being irritated by someone doing that." Yeah, and so like, yeah. yeah that's tough. Stakes were high. Sure enough, she comes back. This time, she's got, like, three big security guard dudes. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't moved it yet? No, he has not moved it. He he is standing his ground. Um, but Southerners, man. But it, it's <laughs> it's not just him. Like, there's a lot of other people that were either pretending like the cars weren't there, just trying to, you know, ignore it till it goes away or whatever. Right. Um, like COVID. But these, What are you talking about? What is COVID? <laughs> that doesn't exist down here. <laughs> these guys, oh, that's right. these guys, uh, the security guard guys. I, I'm pretty sure like a tow truck showed up too, like kind of like a just like just threatening, flex. right? Yeah, just like to like flex on them, and then wow. it, it did end up towing a minivan. They did uh, really. They yeah, towed something. it towed. Yeah, it towed a minivan, which I feel bad. I'm pretty sure it was just like a guy with his kid uh, who yeah. didn't know of the whole tow situation. Yeah, it seems like they probably should have just like roped off that spot, you know. That's what we, we were like, you know, it'd be one thing if you if there was like signs or something that yeah. said, "Hey, avoid this" or whatever. Then if they came in heated, okay, we asked for it. But there was nothing Right. Right. Yeah, if there's us. no sign that says you can't park there, then you can park there. Yeah. Although, yeah, especially when you're having an open camping right. event with thousands of people there. Dude, yeah. yeah. They've got to expect people to park wherever they can find parking. There was a street, <laughs> there was a street in Waterloo. Um actually all the streets of Waterloo. Apparently there's some this is where I did, did my PhD, but apparently there's some like uh regulation that you can't park like overnight. Like mm-hmm. at least on some streets and it just isn't posted anywhere. Oh, you're supposed to know it. I don't know, but I was getting tickets for it, but the nice thing is that if you it's haven't registered in the United States, you haven't. It's even if out of province plate, Ontario cannot look up your registration. Really? So, I kind of use the parking tickets as either kindling for my fires or dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like twenty of those or so, but didn't really matter. Apparently, people have racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars of tickets oh because this is just a big loophole that they can't do anything about. Competence goes both ways. Mm. 
So what happened to Blake? Did Blake end up moving the truck? Blake ended up getting in the truck, turning it on, and going, fine, I'll move it. And he pulled it like three inches forward. <laughs> and that was enough? No, but he didn't care. He just got out. He was like, I moved it. What are you going to do? And so, they, But they didn't tow but it. But anyway, at, like, at this point, these people are serious. Right? They, they, they've come and they've flexed and they've shown that you know that they, they they mean business, right? Um, so people are starting to get kind of antsy, kind of scared. These cars are packed in here really tight. So now at like eleven thirty to midnight, whatever time it was, you just have ten to fifteen very drunk people trying to cars. figure out how oh to play Tetris gosh. with oh motorized God. vehicles. Oof. Sounds like a nightmare. It was the biggest disaster I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> And then, like, a, a, one of our friends, we'll call this guy Frank. We'll call this guy Frank. Frank is probably the nicest, like, non-confrontational human being I've ever met in my life. Um, and he, like, he comes up. He's looking out for Blake, right? right. He's he's trying to keep, because Blake's ready to go to jail. Right. Blake will go to jail over this. Yeah. He's standing, he's, um, he's, he's standing his ground. He will very clearly go to jail over this. And and uh, Frank is trying to avoid that from happening. So Frank comes up, and he, he's he's trying to talk to them. And he's like, hey, like, can you show me, like, just point out, like, an invisible line or something. Where do you need these cars to be so that they are not in your way? Um, that way, you know, like, if you would just tell me, where, like, where they are. The problem was... Frank was being so nice, he sounded like he was being sarcastic. So it made the marshals even more mad. What? You don't have to be an asshole. Like, you better stop being an asshole. We're going to take you to jail. And then Frank. Poor Frank. Frank is just, like, pleading to them. He's like, no, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm just trying to figure this out. Look, listen, we'll take you right now. We'll take you to jail right now. And he's like, I'm just trying to move the cars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I that's pretty much the moral of the story, but every story I hear about Road Atlanta sounds pretty not great. Road Atlanta's a crazy place, man. Road Atlanta is a crazy place. I'm almost It sounds like the place itself Atlanta, is awesome. I'm a pretty passive guy. Yeah. It sounds like the place is awesome. It sounds like the management could use a little work. Well, to be fair, that was fire marshals, not necessarily Road Atlanta staff, but But it's true. hard to arrange any kind of like event. Right, There's you not, should. They don't have the time to iterate over it. Road Atlanta. Yeah, Road Atlanta is another level. Iterations should I, should come I tell on a yearly grid rather life than weekly. That's what I was going to suggest: is tell the grid life story. All right, so we'll transition into this. Um, a lot of you guys listening, if you were at the twenty nineteen probably Grid yeah. Life South, uh, this tells you how bad this story is. They no longer host Grid Life South at Road oh, Atlanta wow. because of this. This amazing party event used to take place thirty minutes away from here. And now it never is coming back here. Sounds like Visha at Iowa State. I don't know what that is, but if sure. it was a big Long party story. that got shut down, then that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yep, sounds about right. So, grid life, like we said, big, uh, like it's to the point that just as many people come for the music festival alone that aren't car guys that come to. Uh, for the motorsports, so like you'll Wait, run. This into is the one you guys were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'll yeah. run into like a lot of run-on situations where like somebody will come up just at being out of curiosity, like, "Oh, what is it you do? Oh, I'm a drifter." 
What are you trying to tell me to do? Pick I it was, up? I was trying to tell you to pick the mic like, up. Yeah, I feel like Caleb and I are like speaking directly into the microphone. Hunter over there, he's like slouched. Hey, the that's why all the, the audio place. audio was a little rough last episode because we didn't have stands, and some of us were a little inconsistent at mic placement. Not naming any names. I, I just want to say I have not moved from this position, <laughs> dude. Then then get the, the mic- stand you so it doesn't the microphone. Slouch. I do. I tell. Well, it's just fun to touch. It like swivels. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, anyways, yes. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I don't. So, like, you'll run into situations where dudes will be like, Oh, like, what is this? What do you do? Like, oh, I'm a drifter. Like, I drift. What does that mean? Well, how about you get in the car with me? And, like, they'll, you'll take off some, you'll, t- they'll take out some wook or something and introduce them to the world of motorsports. Uh, but so it's a very awesome situation. And then at night, a lo- majority of the people camp at the track, same as Petit Le Mans. Uh, but this is like, uh, a younger group of people, younger group, who don't have a lot of money, who like to throw down. Yeah. Um. So everyone's getting fucked up. So you'll you'll they they'll you know the they will hire professional drivers, more famous influencer esque race car drivers to come drive these events. I won't name any names because you you won't be familiar with them. Uh. But but big deal people who have lots of followers. And lots of influence, and people are really excited to see these guys, right? So at the sure. end of the night, when the music festival is over, that's really when the party starts because all of these guys, all these big name guys that are paid to get out here, that have all these sponsors and all this influence, they do what's called the party bullies. So basically, the party bullies is once the festival's over at like midnight or whatever it is, they'll go back to one of the bigger booths um, or one of the bigger trailers. They'll all load up on golf carts with all of their crews and everything, and they'll just go out into what's called Tent City, where all of the spectators stay. And they'll just crack. What they do is they show up to a tent, whoever's having a random tent party, challenge you to a game of flip cup. Um, and if they beat you, they flip your table, and then they just go to the next party. So, so by is the this end of the. supposed to be fun? Really? <laughs> no, sorry. It's, Keep it's rowdy. <laughs> it's definitely rowdy. Getting tables flipped is rowdy. Yeah. So by the end of the night. You know, once that tent or party has got their tables flipped, well, they're not going to continue their boring party. They're going to join the party bullies, right? Ooh. So by the end of the night, running around. Yeah. So by the end of the night, you just have this massive mob just running around the track. It's like destroying. Absolutely trashed, just having a good time. Like on golf, you'll have like you'll have like fifteen people on a golf cart somehow. It's ridiculous. And they're they're making golf carts walk, walk woolies or walk. There'll be a golf cart in a ditch upside down or something. It's wild. Um, Road Atlanta recently got bought by NASCAR. Um, so NASCAR is trying to tighten things up a little bit. Uh, not only that, family friendly. Not only that, but Michelin has also become Road. At- Road Atlanta's title sponsor. So it's no longer Road Atlanta. It's Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. That's what it says mm. on all the things. Um, so they are trying to be more like F1-esque, friendly, high-dollar, kind of hoity-toity, you know, you're following I me. See. Yeah, there's there's like two, maybe not just two, but there's two main groups, like the younger crowd who are more into like cheaper like more grassroots kind of stuff and then there's like the older crowd like the old car enthusiasts that have their hundred thousand dollar cars that are spending thousands of dollars to go to a single track day kind of thing makes sense road atlanta's trying to tender to those people yeah they're trying to tender to those people so obviously the the grid life crew the grid life crew no longer uh fits the vibe they're rolling for oh are you going is bryce going for p number one 
Oh, Boys, my it's goodness. time for P number one. Oh. I was actually about to go for P number one, too. Oh, wow. But, Bryce, you can have the honors of oh, breaking P number one. Get out of the way. Pause. Okay, so the only thing about having mic stands is that it's a little bit of a maze to get out of the porch to go take a pee. But hopefully you guys are enjoying. Um, uh, we tried to work on the audio quality a, a little bit more for this episode. How the, long have we been going? That's the spot. spot. Just pee off the stairs, man. Yep. Um, we should. Well, you, you. How long have we been going for? Yeah, how long have we been going for? Guess. I don't know. Hour. Fifty-six minutes. Fifty-six minutes. Okay. I'm yeah. Right there. So almost an hour. Um, but yeah. So we actually bought the exact same recording equipment that Zach uses. Plus mic stands. Plus mic stands, because I think the equipment is really, 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 really good, and the quality can be really, really good. But you know, it's pretty. Uh, sensitive to distance and stuff like that. So when we were hand-holding the mics, you know, sometimes you say something, the mic's not quite close enough, that kind of stuff. So I'm interesting to see how this changes things. Yeah, I think Bryce and I have done a pretty good job at not moving the mic. Listen here, <laughs> bucko. <laughs> Listen. Hey, uh, it's fine. I mean, it is what it is. It's well, no the, the reason that I keep... I'm getting closer to it. The reason that I keep moving it is because I'm noticing that, like, I feel like I'm breathing into it. Like, I notice that my like my nose is pointed at it, so I'm like, oh, no, they can probably hear me breathing. I think that's I... less important than having it being at a consistent distance. I don't. I think the, the mic should be a high enough quality where they're not going to pick up your breathing. Maybe I'm wrong, though. We'll I see. hope so. I don't know. The next upgrade, if this episode does well, is some um, pop pop filters. Is that what you call them? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I mean, we just yeah, just like even a little foam thing that goes on the microphone works. Yeah, Um, but that's all you know. So the last episode got 500 views. So this one has to get 600 views. If this one gets 600 views, then I'll buy buy pop filters. filters. (laughs) I guess I'll have to share this on my social media. Oh, 200. You could you could Instagram followers. Yeah, you could heavily. Let's go. Let's go. That's as many subscribers as this channel has. There's this podcast house, I Here's should say. Here's a question. Do you think it's a good podcast? I'm back, by the way. I thought the first episode was awesome. I mean, I think we are having a good time. We're having good conversations. I I mean, so I listened to the first podcast. And I, I was I in it. Too. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Bryce enjoyed it. I think most people enjoyed it. Yeah, I had some friends that listened to it. Audrey liked, enjoyed it. it I think everyone enjoyed the first episode. Podcasts are just fun. It's like you get to hang out with people, but you're not there. Yeah. Like, so, that's exactly. cool. so me that is the exact goal. Me personally, I don't watch a lot of television, and I don't play video games. Um, Same. So a lot of time, like I try to stay, I don't like it kind of uh, clouding my mind, I guess. I, you know, I try to. It definitely Stay. takes your uh, attention for sure. Yeah, so I like to be productive, but listen to it's kind of like like my TV show, right? Like listening to a good podcast while I'm doing whatever, cleaning the house or something. Oh, I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah, I'm a huge podcast. P number listener. two, ladies and gents. Oh, here he goes. All right, so I'm gonna continue the story. Yeah, yeah um, I've heard it. So yeah. All right, well, I'm listening. Uh, so party bullies. It's, party boys. You know, it's it's Friday night. It's you know game time. Party bullies are. Amping up, maybe this is Saturday, irrelevant. They're amping up to do their thing. Uh, our booth, so I don't know if you know a lot about me, but I work for like an automotive magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we had a I booth. That, didn't that, hasn't that changed a little bit, or is it? Uh, it's a little bit different, but yeah, I do still work for them. Uh, so for those who don't know, that know me from S3 Magazine, I also have just uh, started my own media company. 
uh, called Mackay Media Co. Uh, so you can check that out on all the places. But you're peeing really loud. <laughs> he is that's a loud a, peer, and Audrey a, and I just like kind of like shared a little eye contact there. We both knew what each other thought. <laughs> that is a. That is a very. That's a good pee. thing, man. That means you got a healthy stream. Yeah. Yeah, so well, it's actually really bad for you to quit So I uh yeah, I, I you know, I have my own thing now, so I guess technically you could kind of consider S3 magazine as more of a client that sure. like sublets me for work or whatever. Uh but anybody in the automotive space would probably recognize me primarily oh, yeah. from S3 magazine. Awesome. Uh anyways, we at this point in time had a booth that was right in front of the trailer that the party bullies were gearing up to go out for. So they'll mm-hmm. kind of, you know, they're, they're bla- blasting music. It was uh, Frederico Sharifo's trailer, or I guess primarily Nexon Tire, but it was Frederico Sharifo's um, section. He is a Formula Drift driver from Italy who drifts a Ferrari. Um, so they, they're, they're, playing wow. some, they're playing some bumping music. They're having a good time. And all of a sudden, like, we just start seeing... Where the the paddock is, do you know what a paddock is? It's like the pit area where the cars amp up to go out on track. Okay. Um, At Road Atlanta, there's like a big hill that you have to come down to access this area, right? And then all of a sudden, we just see like cop lights. Uh, Not necessarily flashing, but you know how they have like a solid mode where they like stay blue on top of the car? There was probably between five to ten of these guys coming down this hill. And we were like, oh, maybe, you know, it's just like kind of additional security looking out looking out for us right but then they slowly started to circle the track or like circle the pit area as what i can only best describe as an intimidation tactic um so like they would roll through where everybody is and like blare the sirens like they would they would get there and then they would just like like yeah like or like the very loud, the like, bam, bam, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they they would do that, but like not stop or or say anything. Caleb's cold. They would, not, they would not stop or say anything until they did this for 30 minutes. And then I noticed more came from the other end, and they, where the party bullies area was, they boxed us in so there was like three cop cars pointing at us and then um three cop cars behind those on each side perpendicular um like like and then the cops got out and they stood at this point the party bullies hasn't even started they were just hanging out drinking playing music at their trailer yeah at their own trailer at their own trailer just have we were all just standing there having a good time nobody the party bullies are getting shut down nobody was doing anything with cars um, you know, everybody was just kind of minding their own, having a good time. And then the cops get out and they like line up. They weren't linked. Imagine like they were kind of like linked arms, but they weren't. They were just standing really close, like side by side to each other, ju- uh, like just kind of standing there um, for, I want to say five minutes. And at this point, everybody like not only is confused, but c- kind of scared at this point. Yeah. Because they haven't like, like there's told you anything. They're there's been no this. warning. There's been no guidance. They kind of just drove through, played really loud sirens, and then set up in this like SWAT formation. Right. Um. So we weren't really sure. Like we didn't know if maybe 
they were somebody they were looking for mm-hmm. or like what the situation was. But they kind of, it was kind of one of those things where um, they just kind of had their drink and everybody was just kind of looking around, but you know, still minding their own until the little line of cops that they had that were outside of their cars started like walking forward. And then as they started walking forward, they started immediately shutting people down. Get out of here. Throw the drinks away. Frederico, this professional formula drift driver. With his probably multi-million dollar team. This dude drifts, beats the F out of a Ferrari, right? This guy's a big deal in motorsport drifting culture. Yeah, yeah. It's, they, it's a he's big playing company. music like just through his phone like with an aux cord. They walk up rip the ox cord out of his phone and confiscate his phone. What? And he walks up like, "Hey, like like I'm I'm visual I'm visually watching this. I like I I'm like he's like, "Hey, like like what's going on? Like was the music too loud? Is there anything I can do?" And they're like, "Get out of here. Like this is done. Shut this down. Get out." Um meanwhile, no- like this is aren't they, this this is where they're staying. Like yeah, Ma- majority like, of these people are sleeping in these trailers. Yeah, like, it's like, what do you mean, get out? Yeah, this is where this we're, is, we're we, here for the weekend. Not <laughs> only that, but we paid, the trailer, I guess. we paid to be here. Like, um, So now everybody's definitely scared and really confused and doesn't know what's happening. And they're just like, all of them are being very, like, very aggressive and... Then this road Atlanta truck comes down. So we're like, I'm th- I'm talking to the guys that we're with, and we're like, okay, you know, maybe this is gonna get sorted out. Um, yeah, the road Atlanta guys are gonna be like, yo, cops, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, the road Atlanta guys will get this. Out. So this guy, he pulls up, he gets out of the truck, uh, and he walks up to, I guess, the chief or whoever the the main cop is, and I hear him say, "You guys have total control over the situation," and me and like my guys are like. What situation? That's, that's no, always how it is, though, right? No, like, nobody's doing anything. Like we're just minding our own business. So we, we, it's like, we get really confused. We kind of just back underneath the booth in our tent and like sit down in our chairs, and we're just kind of watching this whole thing play out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at this point, once again, at this point, it's like one a.m. It's Friday night, and a festival just happened. Majority of these people are very intoxicated. So before you know it, these yeah, you can't tell intoxicated people to leave because they, then they're gonna drive. These home. car guys start getting anxious. You know, uh, you can see a beer bottle get thrown towards the cop cars. Uh-oh. Dude, I remember there was a two JZ SC three hundred. The guy gets in it. Fires it up, just starts banging off the rev limiter, um, just wah, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, and you know how two JZs are backfiring. It sounds like gunshots, right. and we're like, these cops are gonna start shooting, dude. These dudes mean business. This is getting scary. This this is elevating very fast. Something really bad's about to happen. Um, so they're not gonna fire their guns. Though. Um, That'd be really, really well, the dumb. Pro- if you if you're in the moment, you're you're frightened. You're so there's a lot of people, and this this specific car, this specific engine. Anybody listening to this podcast as a car guy understands two JZs. When they hit the rev limiter, it sounds like a machine gun from a distance. Yeah, I can believe um, it. Like it sounds like like a event, like a like a like a mass shooting. It it sure. it sounds like it. So the fear was. One of these, at this point, twenty to thirty cops that are here are going to assume it as that. Um, 
So, like, we, like we were all kind of confused. So, finally, everybody's like, listen, just go to your tents. Just go to your tents. Just mind your business. Do your thing. Um, like, just, like, let's de-escalate the situation. Yeah. I found, um, you know, working with S3, I've become, you know, relatively good buddies uh, with the uh, two founders of of grid life and i ran into one of them and i was like hey man like are you doing this and he was like i have no idea what's going on road atlanta hasn't told me anything the cops haven't told me anything i'm just as confused as you are i have absolutely no clue what's happening so yikes yeah so he's like i'm walking over here because i just got told one of my staff members just got arrested so like I'm I'm in real time figuring this out with you. Ours. He's like, I just suggest you go to wherever you're staying and just kind of lay low until the coast clears. Mm-hmm. So everybody starts going their separate ways, and me and my crew, we have we have a jeep. Uh, it's got like the top and the doors off, and uh, we're like, well, you know, we're not doing anything bad. We'll just like cruise around and see if anybody's doing something low key. Like maybe somebody's throwing like a low key. Yeah, go hang out by the fire, tent have some party. Yeah. yeah, and uh, no, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Just got kind of calm down for the night, right? So we we hop in, uh, we hop in the jeep, and we just kind of start idling around. We're kind of at like the back half of the truck. I think we were, yeah, we were kind of mid section of the S's, and we see these guys. They've got kind of like little Christmas lights like this hung up around their tent, and it was probably a group of. Four or five people just had music at a very low ball volume, just kind of playing beer pong, oh. you know, not being loud, just kind of having fun with their bros. Hell yeah! So we stopped and we were like, "Hey, like, some weird stuff's going on down there. Um, can we can we join you?" Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, like that's sure." And you know, never got crazy, just playing beer pong, having calm, low volume conversation, minding our own business, learning about where they're from, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then this Cadillac pulls up with Texas plates. Um, and it was like a CTSV too, if I remember. Like it was a pretty sporty Cadillac with Texas plates, and we and it stopped in front of us, and we were like, "Is that no? It like can't be a cop." Sure enough, cop gets out of it. First thing he like, dude, it was like such a stereotype. He like grabs his belt, pulls his pants oh, up, and man. he walks up and he goes, "All right, who's going to jail tonight?" He really said that. Dead, dead ass. Oh my god. Dead ass. He goes, "All right, who's going to jail tonight?" And. Um, you know, once again, we're just kind of confused, and like I think it was one of my, one of my crew was like, like, sir, sorry, like we're just, you know, we're not we're bothering, just hanging out, we're not bothering anybody, right? You know, we're we're at our tent, at our campsite. Yeah, we're at our, to our camp. Well, you really weren't, right? Well, <laughs> no, yeah, but, but some of them were. <laughs> there was a lot of tents right there. They didn't have to know, right? Um, and and he's like, no, lights out, cut it out, shut these lights off, shut the music off. Um, and like my friend, my friend Drew, you know Drew. Oh yeah. Um, he was with me. This mm-hmm. was actually his first event. I uh, yeah. And yeah. he like, in kind of like a dumbfounded way, like he couldn't believe this was actually happening. He mm-hmm. kind of like giggled. He like looked at me and he was like, "What?" Yeah, like, like he <laughs> yeah he just kind of did that. Uh huh. And and the cop looks at him and goes, "What's funny, bud?" And he's like, "Oh, like." No, nothing. I'm sorry. And he goes, "All right, you're coming with me." What? Yeah, he's like, "All right, you're coming with me." And and thankfully, like Wooly and Mike, the owners of the magazine, 
uh, they were like, hey, 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 like he's with us, like he doesn't mean any harm, and like so they cr- crazy. They, they were aggressive, man. There's a lot of awesome police officers out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good ones, yep. but there are some that are kind of on a power trip. Yeah, yep. it sounds like so, a lot of them at that event were. So we it escalates even farther. Oh my gosh. Um. So if I, at that point, we really called it. We we're like, all right, these guys, the these guys are looking to take people to jail. We got to get out of here. Um. And on the other side, of, like from where that paddock was, from that area was, there's one on the alternative side that's kind of like up a hill a little bit. Uh-huh. And that's where the two founders had their little like camper set up under this like awning. And they were playing, you know how you have like the larger version of Jenga? You can get like a mm, yeah. jumbo Jenga. Hell yeah. Um, it was them and like a couple of the race car drivers, just like maybe a group of five people or so were playing Jenga just minding their own business and the cops rolled up there it might have been the same one for all i know i don't know um they rolled up the founder goes founder of grid life founder of grid okay. life. not the one that i ran into before there's two i see it was yeah. the other one uh so he because he was on the other side of the track he was not aware of what was, what was going like, on yeah. he didn't see what had happened with the party bullies so he Bear me. he well, they have been a schnapps, too. Oh, oh my man. Goodness. My brother and Audrey are egging each other on. They're taking... Once again, it's You're Monday. Right. Bryce just kind of like, eggs himself on. <laughs> I spent last night in Georgia. Oh, Ooh. there's the quest. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I will so, embark a bit of an upon insight this for the quest. Viewers. Um, there's a beer called Dragon's Milk, which is a 10% like very dark stout, right? Yeah, it's like a bourbon barrel-aged stout. I just want to point out that I've slayed every dragon in this four-pack. Well, wait, let me let me explain. So this is a strong beer. It's very flavorful, but very alcoholic. And so we, whenever we're together, we make it, we call it the quest. You know, you got to slay the dragon by drinking the beer. I think and so that's the saying. Uh, but I, I've been uh, failing the quest Kiba's not embarked on the quest. You're right. But. I haven't accepted the quest. So. I can't. I can't hang with Bryce. Bryce is too about it. Oh yeah, Bryce. <laughs> for those of you, well, who don't he went know, to college for ten years. So ten I, years. I very rarely drink. It also, is, very good at beer pong. It is out of the realm. It is not under my utility belt. But Bryce, Bryce can drink. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes so, I fall asleep. Yeah, actually, to the. Four, I I I, I can vouch. One thing that I can vouch that's for Bryce—that's better than my Canada record. My, when I visited Canada, I I just visited my buddy that I was telling about. Yeah, Ian. In, right. Yeah, Ian in Canada, the one who owns the bar, and I was like, it was like every night. And he was fucking taking pictures of me too. He's like, <laughs> like he was I took again. a video. Like, <laughs> I yeah, took like a video. like fuck you guys. Like, come on. Like, well, it's kind of funny because you talk. You, I wouldn't say you talk. I got shit, a lot of talk, but you brag. You know, you slay the dragon, and then you fall asleep. I just need a lot of sleep. Yeah, I, like Bryce. I, nothing wrong. If with there's that. anything I can vouch for, Bryce, Bryce is not a mean drunk. He just. Oh no, not at all. He just likes to have a really good time, and he gets really excited to do things until he just falls asleep doing whatever he's excited about. Yeah, his body's like, all right, too much. Well, it's literally like a light switch. He's like, I'm <laughs> having a great. This is, <laughs> like, this is like a whole segment of the podcast now. about like, how like, Bryce is going to be like. Asleep. It's going to be like eternally written on the internet. Bryce, this is going to be a highlight reel. Honestly, like it's a good. You <laughs> could like a little like label the little like audio Dude. point like. 
You could be a mean drunk. drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be a mean. I know some jerky drunks. You are not one of them, so take pride in that. Um, But so, moral of the story is that, I mean, is there more to this story? Oh, well, the founder of Grid Life goes up to cop, goes, hey, I'm the founder. Like, we're just, what's happening? And then he goes, you're going to jail. And I'm pretty, somebody in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. It Well, you wouldn't know this story, but I'm pretty sure he got detained. Um, See, that's so stupid because is a single one of those people committing a crime. Like, no, nobody. They were never anything. told not to do anything. They were minding their own business. It's just so absurd. So, I mean, pretty much what happened is. I guess the backstory is what Road Atlanta was like. All right, this is getting too crazy. We're not liking what's happening. Yeah, so we want, we want, we want petite Lamar type people. We don't want right. these. They, crazy, we don't like these grid life partiers. We don't like these crazy youngins. So the next day was the final day of grid life. So this was a Saturday night. Um, the next day of grid life, when the last car crossed the finish line for the day. They got on the intercom and they were like, thanks for coming for the 2019 Grid Life South. We'll see you next year, but it's definitely not going to be here. They said that on the loudspeaker across the track. It was right. Because the founders of Grid Life, like, they were usurped from, usurped by the (laughs) track. So I talked to them about that afterwards. Supposedly, when you you rent a track out, there's, like, three tiers that you can rent. Um, And, like, the top, like, between the, I don't know about the first one, but between the top two, you have the option of, controlling the police force so like at tier three you have control over like the police presence at the event um however road atlanta does not allow you to have tier three um so they were road atlanta grid life had control over security did not have control over police presence so that's where road atlanta stepped in and went all right we're axing this that's crazy that they they literally axed the event after during they paid the event. to host it. Yeah. Well, after during, we, like, paid wait, to host during, it. Wait, so we, sorry, I'm sorry. Step back a second. So that they, was a Friday they, night. So they killed it. When did they kill it? That's what I'm saying. The cops, that was them killing it. That was them going, hey, you're not welcome here anymore. Well, then what happened to the event after Friday night? It still went on the next day. Yeah, oh, so okay. I, I, I misspoke. It was Saturday night because the next day was when they were like, it'll be... We won't be back here. So it still have. They still had racing to do. It is a legitimate racing okay. event. So the racing still happened, but the the after the festivities, they they, they basically went. They said they'd do it a different 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 racetrack. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, Grid Life is a tour. Um. So they're they're. they're oh, it's a racing tour. They do it. Hunter's a little wobbly. He's got a little Jack Sparrow going on over there. Well, Sorry. Hunter likes to. I move around. Animate his stories, which is great. Except when your mic's not animating with you. But whatever. <laughs> if you like Keep this going. podcast, you're just going to have to deal with my inadequate audio. Yeah, it, it, it will be fine. Um, or you could just talk in the microphone. I Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I have to sit here like this, that's miserable. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Get a dragon's milk. You want to start the quest? No, I don't. Uh, sorry, this is actually the fourth quest, fourth and final. Oh, it's the final quest? You're about to complete the main storyline? This is like, yeah, I get like rune armor or something. Right. <laughs> you get the, the was last. That a, was that a runescape reference? That was a runescape reference. I was kind of, you know, I was doing Skyrim stuff because it's dragons. and you know. Skyrim's lame. RuneScape's I'm cooler. I'm pretty sure whoa, RuneScape. Whoa. RuneScape's cooler, sorry. You, you literally kill a dragon and then you can wear whoa. rune plate, plate mail. RuneScape like was that. my childhood. Audrey, you don't, you don't have a microphone. I know. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but if you start actively participating, well, we can just kind of in the conversation. Says, yeah, it's true. Well, that's I'm the it. mouth of Audrey. Sorry, I took up all that time on my good life story. No, I mean, it's but a I crazy feel like story. it's very interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I've never experienced anything like that. And I don't think a lot of people know about it. That yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say that uh, the other night when we were out. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and it's really upsetting that that's the local track. That's our local track. Is the track that yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a, like it's a great track. They keep it very well maintained. I'm, I. Clearly, I, they have some moral issues, though. Yeah, like, I still. I, don't feel like you do I, that, I will you say, know? I still am proud to have a Road Atlanta local. The like, unfortunate, the unfortunate thing is, I feel like whenever something like that happens, like the like what happens after that is like regulate everything, no booze, no like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's I, like we were, we were the afraid aftermath of that. Be pretty rough. We were afraid of that, and you would think like Na- NASCAR, like NASCARs. I feel like pretty. I feel like yeah, a lot of like rowdy, right? Yeah, exactly. So why would you all of a sudden? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to change their image or something. But yeah, so Grid Life still happens. They do their Midwest Festival in uh, at Gingerman Raceway in South Haven, Michigan, and then they also do uh, Alpine Horizon at Colorado uh, Pikes Peak International Raceway. Um. So yeah, Grid Life's a good time. Go check it out. Shout out to those guys. They're really cool dudes. But anyways. I have not been to a Grid Life event, and that's very disappointing for myself. We could have gone. They're, they're Chicago-based, too. Well, we will. The Grid, Life, the Grid Life boys are from Chicago. Yeah, they all are. From the city. Chicago company. Very nice. Started in Chicago. Chicago. And that's why I'm mostly ashamed of myself. Cause the, Frankly, you the, should be. The Midwest one is two hours away from As an automotive influencer, you should be ashamed. I know. Well, I am, so congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan is two hours from from Chicago? Maybe it was three, but it was like an easy drive. Like, sure. Okay. It's close. Yeah, I know all the. Sh- I know all of them drove. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you like how fly, but anyway. Does anyone have anything else that they would like to share? Like to talk about Bryce? You said something. How, how about long have we been going? Having some ideas. <laughs> Bryce. Bryce posted in my Discord and my Patreon asking for. I uh, did for questions, uh, which is awesome. Thank you, Bryce. Um, I should have done that. Wouldn't get a ton of suggestions though. Um, They're probably like car related to Grim or- Gamer asked us, uh, us Forza, whatever y'all want. Optimal tow rig by Simply Bubba. Yeah, it's all automotive stuff. Oh, of course. But uh, I was posting in Jinjian's chat. So, tow rig. What is an optimal tow rig for you, Caleb? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. You probably don't. You don't have truck. (laughs) Yeah, those are all. I mean, Forza was also mentioned. I think we actually kind of did talk about. Yeah, we did talk about Forza, and that's kind of funny that you. That was like the one Xbox One game you played. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, it's like they are fun. Crazy, like how hard it is to drive one of those cars. Like the way at least they make it in those games. Oh, that's funny because I think it's so easy. Well, like, but it's I've like also been you press it. the gas at all and your wheels are spinning. Depends well, on which car, but yeah. Depends on the... So Ford, too, too much Ford, power. Forza is closer to being a simulator than it is, like, an arcade-style game. So there's a lot going... Like, you can adjust your tire pressure, and that affects your grip <laughs> on the car. It's pretty uh, crazy, but I'm not surprised. So if you're not a car guy, Forza can be 
relatively difficult to get the hang of. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little too much. Versus like a, a like a Need for Speed or something, or like a Need for Speed or like a Midnight Club, something yeah. like that. That's more arcade. You know, based. I would actually, I would love to talk about like some like like video games. Like, I, I would love to have some conversations about that. I would be kind of out on that. Uh, yeah, come on, you talked about playing Call of Duty and stuff. Yeah, a long time ago. I don't well, right. Do I mean, I don't anymore. play very many video games. That's true. But like, my my brother and I. We kind of grew up playing games together. I mean, that was our childhood played, played, relationships. Played, played my game. We played well. Your modification of a game. That's right. Uh, That's we fun. played a lot so of. Fun. We played Halo. We played. Let's so play your the game you modified was Total Annihilation. It was That's an right. RTS. That's right. Played a lot of um, Age of Empires. Uh, that was a good one. Oh yeah. What else did we play? I mean, N sixty four and GameCube are kind of like the ones I still play. You're right. Yeah, and I mean those are great games just they're like party games you know you play them and you hang out with people not necessarily too much about the game itself yeah but i kind of i i you know split screen split screen like old school games like for me personally like that's that's what i like like oh i agree i'll be honest with you i'm i'm actually getting to be kind of an an old an old hag here a little boomery well like the games i like to play are the games that were like made around year 2000 which is like so when you were in like high school well not quite high no school, i was eight at year 2000 i wasn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were two <laughs> <laughs> i know that <laughs> uh but um no like the you know the old school games like total annihilation was released for windows 95 right it was 95 was what it was released on what? it might have been 1998 was the release date oh yeah 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 but like I, think about that and the game was actually pretty fun it's pretty easy to mod like these Later games like the the graphics are so above they're like so over the top you can't you can't hope to come up with something like that as a single person like mod like you, like you can't you can't do that you can't come up with that kind of detail but like I really think games do well when they have the creativity of the community yeah well I mean so someone like Skyrim has a an actual part of the game is a mod workshop so it allows you to build maps using like the tools that the uh, developers made um allows you to you know tweak the scripts and all sorts of stuff so and that's where it all starts yeah and you you, with that tool like even i made some modifications that are not super in depth but you know you can do a lot of stuff with just the built-in uh the mod you know mod creator which is pretty cool yeah i'm trying to do the same thing with age of empires they had like a map editor and then it just so it always crash, and then I couldn't do it. Oof! Yeah. But I actually did make an Age of Empires mod. I don't know if you remember. I, that. I do remember. I remember you adding splad splash damage to the arrows, <laughs> and that's just being so annoying. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like, it's realistic. In reality, when like these kind of games, are, like, you don't fire arrows into your own units because you in fucking real shoot your own people, right? But in a video game, you know, you want to build archers also, that are good. I, I so thought it was ridiculous archers. that a fucking swordsman could take down a stone wall. Yeah. That's just dumb. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. Anyway. But it, it does kind of work for the game. So Bryce made a modification to Age of Empires that made swordsmen not be able to take down walls. Honestly, and made archers it made the be able game, to hurt your own It made the game <laughs> so much longer, too, because I, I doubled the amount of, like, resources in the gold and stone deposits. Uh-huh. And I got rid of the population limit. 
Oh. And like we would have these. I remember we played it once with like our group of friends, uh-huh. and there was this like eternal battle. <laughs> it was like like the pathfinding plus like you could only hold like sixty four units in like one little like right. corral or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just like this like eternal battle of you like sent- all the units were in one spot, and then eventually we realized like all the all the mod did was make the game like four Un- times unplayable. Longer. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't good. Anyway, fair enough. I do have some good. Good ideas to a couple, couple topics here. With uh, so I grew up with Caleb. I yep. know more about his younger history than probably anyone else. Yeah, honestly, I mean, really, probably anyone else in the world. I would even say because, like, besides maybe mom or dad. But. but I don't think I don't think they knew you as well as I did. Think about it. Uh, I mean, well, you know more than I do. I guess I don't. I can't really attest to whether. As a child, you knew me better than my mom or my dad, but <laughs> well, my point is that like I was the one hanging out with you, right? Yes. And the yes. six year the six year age gap was a little tough. Yeah, it was a little tough when you were in high school and I was barely in middle school, kind of thing. Right. Or just like I was trying to like like I remember playing like we would try to play like some kind of like like football on the knees like in our basement. <laughs> but then, like, I'd tackle you and you get demolished. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, you, you said you peed in my basement. <laughs> Inside joke. If you know, um, you know. Yeah, because so, so for you've got siblings, Hunter, but they're closer to your age, right? Like, uh, oh. I believe my youngest brother is a, let's see, I'm 23. My brother is 14. My youngest is 14. Oh, wow. Well, that's, so that's a huge nine, difference. Nine years. Yeah. But my, my middle brother, he's uh, 19, so yeah. So five years. So yeah, I mean, those are still pretty big gaps. Yeah. That's very similar uh, to you, what? Are you 23 or 24? 23. So four years, at least at the moment, for a oh, 19-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I so I, I obviously right. I am. Uh, you like having siblings? Yeah. I, I love the fact I've got, like, I got my younger brother and my older brother, and, like, that's fucking awesome. Like, that's so cool. I... It's interesting being the oldest. It's, it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't want to be the oldest. No, I kind of love being the youngest now. I didn't like it as a growing Prince. up because I felt like I was left Called out of Prince. everything. Um, but now that I'm old, it's awesome. I tried to bully you. You kind of did. I did my best. You kind of succeeded. <laughs> I was a bully at one point. In time. I was actually thinking about. I was thinking about nicknames that I had for Caleb, and there's a lot of ones. Yeah, so they're not great. Bryce <laughs> did have a tendency to give me slightly demeaning nicknames growing up. Oh, that's an under-exaggeration. The earliest I remember, the first name that I remember was Cry Bucket. It's because I <laughs> cried a lot as a little kid because I was six years younger, Well, I would, to be fair. I would sit on this kid oh, and yeah, then you bounce and, and tickle would, me. Well, he would he would go. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, when you bounce on someone, <laughs> they, they make noises. <laughs> Believe it or not, Bryce. <laughs> Or like the kidney tickle. That was a good one. Yeah, that that one was rough. Oh, it's like painful, but you laugh? Yeah. It's Which like always good. kind of ticklish, kind of painful. Right. Um, what are some other names? I mean, there was Kakapoo. Oh, I got a better one. I've been kind of saving it. Reek. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's the one. That was a more recent one because that was – so my brother – It's pretty bad. Called me Reek. It's pretty like bad. Like Reek from Game of Thrones. If you've watched Game of Thrones, you know – what you're talking about. <laughs> Thankfully, I was, I was old enough well, by that point uh, to not really 
give a shit. Oh, well, the context is um, there's a character in Game of Thrones that starts torturing uh, a different character, and he calls that character Reek. Reek. Yeah, and that's a very demeaning. Oh, it's it's as demeaning as it gets. I feel kind of <laughs> bad about giving it to you, honestly. But you took it. You're like, you're like, okay, I'm Reek. I'm like, hey, I was right. a character from Game of Motherfucking Thrones. That was cool. Well, you know what? You've you've done well for yourself. I would I would never call you Reek nowadays. Oh, thanks. So. What's your What's your nickname for me nowadays? You know it. I, I that's I, I'm I'm trying to get you to say it. YouTube billionaire. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube billionaire. billionaire. That's, <laughs> That's what my brother he's calls me. Saved in my phone is that. I not sure he's quite the billionaire yet. No, but, so uh, definitely I, far away. I have from a that. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um what what was it like seeing Caleb's come up into being a a, a successful YouTuber? Like kind of owning the platform right, per se. Right. What 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 was that like watching as somebody who chose the line yep. to do formal education well i mean it was it was interesting like it yeah i feel like caleb well the funny thing is i, I remember him doing youtube at a very young age yes on a different channel i i actually have some stories about that i would love to share too but go for it well i yeah i mean so i've been doing youtube since i was maybe 10 mm-hmm. but i mean it started as like something to do for fun with my friends like me and my friends would film ourselves playing with stuffed animals and we'd voice over it and make a little tv show or i mean that was that was real early this is all still on youtube you can find this if you search hard enough i've seen it please no one no one say the name because otherwise they'll find it the name is Honestly, I, don't, I wouldn't Caleb even really care. Sandlin you can't tell 98. that it's Caleb. It's really not even worth looking for. It's just funny if you know him. Yeah, it is funny. But um, yeah, I mean, I remember making some of these videos and going to you, Bryce, and being like, look at this. This is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. And you'd be like, ooh, cool. Ooh. Hey, at least he was kind of. That voice cool better than his older brother. Yeah, well, I mean, you sucks. never. I don't think. I don't remember you ever being like, this is terrible. Stop no, that's true. I never, I never done that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm sorry. That was my side story. Yeah, the come up. What's it like? Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere, I'll be honest with you. So it was like I knew Caleb was kind of doing some YouTube stuff. I did it in secret for a while. Yeah, you were. Okay, Caleb, you have been not very, well, at least now I can kind of like actually watch your YouTube stuff and I kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I... I do feel like we're maybe a little bit closer than we were maybe way back then. Oh, 100%. But, um, yeah, it was kind of like all of a sudden it's like, oh, like Caleb's actually not going to do school anymore. He's going to do YouTube. It's like. Did you think that was a bad decision? You know, I never actually thought it was a really bad decision. I think I wasn't sure at first. Um, But. Oh, I mean, Kim, you you can you can say what what you want to say. I I remember actually this is kind of funny. I remember my mom telling me, "Oh, I would love to hear an insight on this." That Caleb had said, "Oh, if Bryce hears I'm not going to college, he will crucify me or whatever, <laughs> like something something along those lines." That's funny. Um. And you know what? I think like the thing I really wanted out of that was like Caleb to be in some undergraduate institution 
and meet visit with him and just party with him. Like that was like the, that <laughs> was like kind of like wanted. the main goal. That's why you wanted me to go to college. So like, I wouldn't be like too upset about that one that that didn't happen. Uh-huh. Um, we've had plenty of parties since then in, yeah. in other forms. Yeah. But um, no, no, I, I don't know. In, in general, like I think that there's value at least in just getting a bachelor's because it does get get you to some places. But if you can like do enough on your own and make it successful, then you don't need a bachelor's. And it, at this point, Caleb has gone well beyond that. Uh, I think that, you know, if you wanted to, you know, go into a different, like, yeah, like he's going to be fine, you know, whatever he wants to do. Like he had a ton of success and has had a ton of success with YouTube. So like, yeah, I've been very supportive, you know, do you know I met Caleb? How did you meet Caleb? Hmm. I was actually a fan of his channel. Oh, you know, it's kind of sad. Not the first. Most of my friends were fans of my channel. Which that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but. it is kind of it is cool. But sometimes I'm like, man, can I not make friends that don't like me first? <laughs> well, that's that's why you got your older brother. So uh, this is, it, I, I told him I think it like. People who watch his channel are obviously going to be people who have similar interests in him. So it's only natural that yeah, you yeah. would you would find, get along with those yeah, people. you would get along with your yes. fans. You also get a closet blowjob. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Audrey's laughing right now. You can't hear her, but she's laughing. No, she, you yeah, her. you can probably hear in the back, dude. Uh, some of my favorite parts of podcasts are like the producers laughing. In yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> that makes it. That is funny. So, Audrey, laugh all you want, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Audrey's air quote producer. But uh, yeah, so I met you. I don't ever. I don't think we've ever touched. I don't think we touched on this on the podcast. Oh, on definitely the not on the one. podcast. No. Um, yeah, but I was a fan of yours. He announced that he was building the drift truck. You're looking for a one you see. I had, I had one or remnants of one. Yeah. I tried to pull one out of an LS400 and put it in my Miata, but I was young and dumb and completely disassembled the engine going, I'll rebuild this, but didn't like label anything. I just kind of threw all the bolts and buckets and then went, I don't know how to put this back together. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible uh, idea. Yeah. It was I like, I get it. So obviously like it sat in my corner for months and he was like, I, th- I think you mentioned something about maybe getting like a cheaper something to my, he was, you were like, I need something to like mock up or something. Yeah. So I was doing this truck that had this custom engine uh, I'm talking to my brother right now because he doesn't understand all those fancy words. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Say it real. Uh, truck. Doing an LS swap. Fancy. No. LS no. swap. No LS. There With the turbo. LS. No turbo. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm being, now I'm just being an ass. But hey, you named some, you, you got the LS and the you turbo. You got real turbs. Congratulations. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I needed a, a motor to build the things to mount the motor, but I didn't want to spend the money to buy a motor at first you know I, I wanted to make sure it would fit and stuff before buying one so he had a essentially a broken one that i could use to build the mounts and everything yeah so I, I i like i had this i wasn't doing anything with it and my girlfriend at the time and i had been looking for an excuse to go to chicago because neither one of us had ever been there uh so i just i think i tweeted at you 
I don't. I do not remember. I think I tweeted at you. That's so funny. You don't even have a Jim Twitter, do you? It's I do. Caleb Salen. No, I've got a Jim Twitter. Okay. Um, but yeah, and you like immediately responded it. I was like, "What?" It's funny because I don't use Twitter much, but it's you on did my phone and it's got notifications. So I still like I get a Twitter notification. So yeah. if someone tweets at me, I will get it right away. Um, but yeah, and then you were like, "Yeah, I could." You, you were like, "I think you offered to come get it," and I was like, "Dude, I've been looking." I just kind of want to go to Chicago, and I have this. It would give me an excuse to go up there. Uh, so that's what we did. I remember being absolutely just dumbfounded. That's the word, right? Yeah. Kind of. That someone would drive from Alabama to Chicago to give me their motor for free. Yeah. <laughs> and that was this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, that was me. And then I helped you put the axle underneath the you drift did. truck for and the that first was, time. It was very that's the very first video that I've ever been in. Nobody probably yeah, knows that. Yeah, and so that's the funny part is he's in a video on my YouTube channel from, from like three years ago. Five years yeah. ago. No, well, it wasn't. No. That long ago. It was like four years ago. No, it wasn't. I've not had the drift. No, you're right. It was at the new shop. Yeah, yeah. No, I've. New shop. Max three years, probably closer to two. No, because we've been broken up two, over two years. So it's been three pushing four years. That's crazy. But so the other funny thing um, is that I saw you one other time. We accidentally ran into each we other. We accidentally so ran in each, into each other. With S3 which Magazine. Which is crazy because he lives obviously in the South. I went to a car event. Uh, like It was like a car meet, which had some influencers there. Uh, so I went there to kind of meet the influencers and hang out. And sure enough, Hunter was there. And this was in Chicago. Yeah. We got contracted, S3 Magazine got contracted to do this crazy video deal where we had to do this 30-episode series on building a race car and driving it across the country. And so we just got, like, Honda Pro Jason invited us. We like, he was like, hey, I'm going to this thing. Wow. So Honda Pro Jason is technically the reason why we met. For a second time. For the second time, sure. For the second time. Yeah. And then we hung out, and then Pasha was there. The dude who had the lifted Crown Vic was there. Oh, Jeremiah. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I think you, you came to dinner with us. Yep. And then we kind of just stayed like influent or not influent, but like social media friends uh, from then on out. What are you doing? Oh, I think Bryce you're going pee. for another one. Okay. But you're being patient, which is. I tried to wait for the love story. <laughs> but it was a fucking <laughs> there's a, long there's a story. a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess, I mean, you can still kind of hear this, Bryce. The crazy thing is that I'm. I moved to Georgia after seeing you in person three times. That's true. It's weird to think about, dude. After that Volvo, we bonded so much on that Volvo trip. I like as like. Oh yeah, three times. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. That was your headphone. The case is right there. So yeah, I moved to Georgia after you almost pretty lived in much, my driveway. What? Yeah, you I almost, almost lived, lived on Hunter's driveway. driveway after meeting him four times, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm glad I can have that much influence on an influencer. Yeah, man. I mean, that was totally a joke, by the way. Well, it was. It's kind of true though, too. Same time. I think Bryce's pee is pretty loud too. Oh, uh, this is like your pee, like minus four. Really? I'm about to go for my first. As soon as he, as soon as he gets back. So, you know, so we're not doing it side by side. Nobody go out that door, by the way. It's probably like a little swamp. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I made that mistake one of the last times. I walked out the door that and we've all been peeing out of and stepped in a pile of piss mud. <laughs> <laughs> you have, if, I gotta admit, I, I switched spots, I 
<laughs> Bryce says he had to he had to switch spots because he saw there was a pool. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go P. That's what I'm gonna do. Hunter right. first first P. What's that total up to? Can, it, can five, this four can, P's? Can this be? Man, I'm not sure the emphasis on P for the podcast is like the best way to go, but I guess I, that's what it is. So it let's makes do it, it unique. I think the point is that we a, we're we, drinking, we're having a good time. Uh, that's how we're portraying it, and that's how we're portraying it. Can we okay. have a some? Uh, I'm kind of. There, whoever is the guy on Caleb's channel that like makes the updates to the Gin Jim Extended Universe. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. He like updates He's the do map. That. You're right. Yeah, I need you. I need that same guy because that guy's such a, like a mega fan. He has to be listening to this too. Uh, I, I need. I feel like you would have commented. We need a P counter. A P counter. Yeah, we need we need an official P counter because that's been kind of the trend. That was the thing for Zach's podcast. That was the thing for our first episode. Dude, can you pass me the schnapps? It's part of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Come on, Caleb, you'll do some. I'll take a little swig. Oh That's my, good. what are you guys doing? Take a swig, dude. Right. Fuck you. We're Audrey having fun. You want to have fun? You can fucking have fun. You don't want to have fun? Then get out. <laughs> no, I'm out. Peppermint uh, schnapps. See, this is what this this is all. This is why we created this podcast. Is because I can't be like this on a YouTube video. But I can be like this on a podcast, dude. It's still the YouTube channel. The same people are seeing it. What do you mean? No, it's a different, it's different thing. Also, there's oh. no video. It's like less of like a liability. I kind of feel like there was partial video in the first one, but it turned out not that great. Yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of pointless. Um, yeah, the uh, our um, our stockholders are not going to give us the budget for personalized cameras uh for a while you know we got to really prove to our stockholders that this podcast is going to be a successful i'm very business. interested to see if this ever becomes like revenue generating hey don't if you don't think like that because if you well i guess you can be interested no i said yeah. i'm interested, interested. Yeah, i don't care fair. either that's way fair. but it would be like the the idea more so for me because you do you know sim similar things for a living like the fact that somebody would care enough to listen to us talk for two hours is very, very intriguing to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, like Bryce said, like I've said, is the thing about podcasts is the thing that I'm trying to make happen is that I want people to feel like they're hanging out with us, drinking beers with us, you know, having a good time, just kind of chatting with us. That's the whole goal for this. Uh, and it's fun for you know us too, because we are drinking beers and chatting and having a good time. Did he pee? No, he never went. Oh, he never went. No, he never went. Oh, he, he said he was going to go pee and then he never went. I see. Okay, I temporarily. I mean, that's what I love like. about podcasts. But exactly, and that's what that's some, what I love about podcasts yeah. too. So, but, but they got to have good conversation too. True, you're right. I mean, like, it can't be boring stuff over and over again. I think a lot of the people. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't have to go too much detail, but yeah, no, there's just some good, good stuff, you know, like. You yeah, hear what, you hear what they're thinking, and you like what they have to say, and right? Then you're engaged. Yep. What you what you, what you doing there, bud? It's the funny, quickest pee the I've more, ever heard. Oh, the more under the influence I get, the more I realize that, like, I, I keep forgetting 
that I don't have a mic. Audrey has stolen the microphone and I fucking love it. <laughs> I think yeah. like we should have like an Audrey period just for a little second. <laughs> Quick second here. Do you have any thoughts? I no thoughts. Saying? Only thing I'm thinking about is how I keep like forgetting that I don't have a mic and Audrey, so I'll like join into the well, conversation. Well, hold on. I got some questions for Audrey. Audrey, oh. Audrey, when did you meet Caleb? Was he already a YouTuber at that point? I he was remember. a YouTuber. He had. I didn't tell um, her. He had you didn't tell her. No, I thought I was he was embarrassed a drug by dealer. <laughs> Man, dude, Kib, why are you embarrassed about shit? Like, well, it's not even pride. I guess that's a good question for confidence. Caleb, but it was a while ago, to be fair. But um, yeah, when keep going, Audrey. I met him like he had like for for someone our age because we were eighteen at the time. For someone our that's age, really young. he had more money than someone that is eighteen years old should have. And I had been to his mom's house. I know that he didn't come for I money. I ain't she a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> but I straight up remember asking you, "Are you a drug dealer or something?" Like, yep, at Applebee's. At Applebee's, it was like the first time we actually ever hung out, like, ever. I think. Wow, this is one of the first times. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that would technically be counted as our first date. Is Applebee's? Mm-hmm. And so was, that's when I told her I was not a drug dealer, but I made videos on the internet. And I said, that's wow. dope. And she's like, what kind of video? Yeah. But yeah, so I that was a porn. Was porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I, yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. I just kind of was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I also remember. Yeah, you embraced thinking, it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, well, I don't think people would be turned, not turned off, but like afraid or like that, that wouldn't be a red flag for most people. Bryce dropped his phone. Have the producer get it. Oh, is, am I the producer? You are the producer, yes. Right. And no longer with a mic. Okay, by mic. No, no, I was going to say, Audrey's welcome to take my mic at any point. Because I, I listen to a podcast who does, like, for some reason, the producer never has a mic, but he always talks, so he just rips it out of, like, the host's hand, and I think it's the funniest thing ever. That's funny. So if you want to talk, grab it. We got our own little Jamie over here. Just be be gentle with my ten dollar Amazon mic stands. Was it really ten bucks? These were ten bucks baller. each. These were pretty baller. Yeah, the the stands are Dude, quite impressive. But for I'm just 10 bucks. the it microphone just, and the other thing were not ten bucks. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, if you guys if you guys want to support the podcast, give it a like and a subscribe. Actually, I can should we have a Patreon for the Actually, podcast just, now? Why don't I just donate hundred bucks to Caleb? That's how it's better. <laughs> yeah, that would make its way into the podcast, but but that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no worries. Don't worry. In all seriousness, uh, I think the most encouraging thing is like comments. Just like comment on the video. Just talk. You know. Just we don't interact. have a video here, are we? Well, yeah, but it's going to be on YouTube. So there is there YouTube audio? No, it's a video just with a picture. Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. But the point is that they can comment on it. Dot dot dot. Oh, I got, well, I got one more fun topic to talk about. All right, I'm going to go for my second pee real quick. Okay, All right. All right. All right. Well, you know what, Hunter? It's Here just you and me. You know, this is the second night I've seen you in my entire life. But I the first like night was a lot of fucking fun. So. Yeah, it was a good time. That, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I've known you my whole life. Hell yeah, man. It's, it's been a good time. I Well, that's not true. We did FaceTime for like 30 seconds one time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. That was it. Then you f- you sent me a friend request on Facebook. We've been kind of Facebook Fuck buddies yeah, for a little bit. I actually, you know what? I sent you a Facebook message like a couple of days ago. I don't think you responded. I'm really bad with messages. <sighs> Rough. Got I think I do man. remember seeing. I think I was. I know it was ex- no. It was. Oh, sorry. It was. It was. It was uh, so we for context, we we uh, we went out to. 
um, went out for dinner at a place that had some drinks, and then we went to a brewery. And then there was this uh, shuffleboard, one of those kind of like bar, like mini, like shuffleboard things. You like yeah, they do with with your hands, yeah. Um, But it was really, it was really fun. But uh, the thing is that Hunter took these amazing shots of like with his with with your phone camera. Yeah, it's my phone. Yeah, it was was phone camera of just um, the uh, you know just kind of like someone shooting. You know, I don't know the right word for it. Like taught taught. Play, shuffle, shuffling it, shuffling the you know, throwing the, it to the other the end thing. of the board, sliding it to and the other end of the board. It was a, just a really high quality video. I'm like, hey man, that looks sick. So and I, then rem- I got no response. Na- na- <laughs> now that now that you- he does a very good job of t- taking absurdly. <clears throat> I did. Oh, I did. I said, dude, nice shore, Hunter. What? And then I and then I I fixed it to shot. So, oh my God, God. Audrey, Audrey, glass table, watch it. No, I'm just kidding. Thousand dollars worth of recording equipment. <laughs> the the glass table that I got for free because I found it in the woods. Okay, the cooler was stuck to the ground, and I was just trying to move it out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> moved <laughs> everything. <laughs> All right, the thing is, um, so Audrey is the, the drunkest of us here. Yeah, yeah Audrey is not even on the Audrey's podcast. Audrey's pretty intoxicated. <laughs> 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 guys, guys, reel it in. Get the fishing line and. <laughs> no, uh, we're off the rails, baby. <laughs> um, no, Gym but Gym after night, not, or after dark, they... was it? Is that what it was? There's copyrighted. Another podcast. Um, Is it seriously fucking po- what after dark? That's like a fucking okay, verb. Guys, fair, I, I don't know if it's, it's an adjective. It's, not a it's definitely not copyrighted. So, anyways, now that you mention it, I do remember you singing that story. I remember exactly where I was. I was underneath my forerunner at night in the dark pulling the transmission out of it. Oh, so that was recent. And then my like my phone was in my pocket and it buzzed and I, I pulled it out and I saw it and I was like, Oh, Bryce messaged me and I opened it and then I saw like nice shore. And, I like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Oh I, man, that's, that's was, rough. And then I was really confused. And then I think I do remember you like correcting it to sh- I shot, did, but it was like ten minutes later. Yeah, but Ooh. it's a that's a rough, it's a rough, that's a rough. So, so you went back and so, checked and saw that you had misspelled it. So, that's true. So the but thing was, that. I kind of assumed that you meant shot. Like I kind of pieced it together. But you don't. Yeah. Well, don't the, know, but here's like, the thing. Here's why I didn't respond. I wasn't sure if you were being sarcastic or not. <laughs> What? Actually, this is something I wanted to bring up earlier because you you mentioned it in your story about how, like, the friend of yours was like being super genuine, and the person just like saw it as pure sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the uh, the I've had it happen story. like multiple times. It's like sometimes it's weird. People are so like quick to assume you're oh quick to assume some just kind being of negative. Yeah, some kind of yeah neg- negativity is the broad term. With like some kind of like almost competitiveness, right? Um, and I've I've actually found that myself, like like because I sometimes I come into a situation and I'm like, hey, like I'm really sorry, like I fucked this thing up, yeah. or like this didn't happen as I planned, and it's you know it's a problem, and I'm really sorry, and like I've had people that just kind of like, sure you are, like yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like it's like, crazy. I think you. there's such <laughs> I'm a trying to finally. Yeah. There's such a lack of like genuine sincerity mm-hmm. that like people are so quick to assume the worst. Right. When yeah. people are people are the worst. Not saying that everyone is, but there's some people that like 
Like there are some really like genuine people out there, and like 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 people apologize, and like I, I feel like you gotta for sure, you know, take them at what they're what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think I think most people are good, but yeah, so, there's a lot of devices. So yeah, that's stuff. why. That was the real re that first of all, I was really cold covered in grease and just and then I like I read it and I was like, Oh, awesome, Bryce. But then like I was I second guessed myself. I was like, Wait, is he like being funny? And then I was like, How do I respond? I don't want to respond and be like, Oh, thanks and then him being like, No, I was kidding, it's freaking terrible and then I look like an idiot. So yeah, I just didn't respond. That's my bad. I don't know, I feel like this is why you're bad with girls. Yeah, well, that's out there now. That's out there now. <laughs> Hunters, Battle Girls. It's official. <laughs> no, okay. Well, since he brought it up, it's kind of like an inside joke that I am traditionally bad with speaking to available women of similar age. That's a good way to put it. Well, is there anything else? Any other I don't things? Want to, I don't want, want this. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time oh, too, but we have to have stuff to talk time. about. What, what are we? We are at two hours. That is a good time to end it. I I got some more stories, but I don't want to like. I'm not gonna bring them up unless the context I mean, comes. Like I have a I have a I have a pretty bad drunk story. I just winked at Audrey. Sure. What is your bad? Did you say drug or drunk? Drunk. Okay. I mean, hey, yeah, did yeah. You drugs? Perfect. Let's hear it. To you. Yeah, drunk and drug stories. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Now we are officially after dark. Oh man, this is awful. I might, I might regret this. <laughs> All right, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm yes, yes, we've already committed. Yes. So, another grid life event. <clears throat> I, I am like pretty, pretty freshly twenty one. I would say. Um. Yeah, this is the month after I turned twenty one. So this, okay, and you, the first time you got drunk was a week before you turned twenty one, correct? couple months but yeah oh a couple months okay it was a couple months the first time i got drunk i was 20 and it was vegas and SEMA, but that's not the story well but the point is is that you had been drinking for maybe six months yeah so i did. very very new i to didn't it. start drinking early but uh and that's genuine that's not me saying that i really i was very against alcohol up until six months before i turned 21 um but anyways so obviously like i'm very freshly 21 this is the second time i've drank ever uh, and we go to this grid life event. It's festival time, and like my friends from Chicago that host the event, um, were it was my first time at the Midwest Festival in Michigan. So they were very they they were very excited that I'm there, and they were like, "Oh, for your 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 first uh, Midwest, you got to get got get smashed." So they like start handing me things. They got to drink a couple beers. At this time, I didn't know that you're like you aren't supposed to mix like. What do they call it? Like, don't mix lights and darks. Yeah, and beer oh, before yeah. liquor, never sicker, or something, some bullshit like that. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Ah. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. I'm not sure if that's real. Uh, Well, just based off of this night, I would say that it was. Well, I would agree that mixing alcohols is definitely real. I don't think there's an order that does work no. and doesn't work. Well, I mean, the point is that it's easy to take liquor shots and, like, they do more. In terms of your alcohol inebriation, right. So if you do them first, you're probably okay. If you do them second, you're fucked. 
I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of hard to control once you got a few beers exactly. in you, and then exactly. you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally everyone does them after and, they've had drinks. Yeah, it's 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 mixed. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Hunter. Um. Yeah. So I start. They like hand me a couple beers. I down a couple beers. Then they like go off. They get like I remember it was like Jack Daniels honey whiskey. Um, at this time. I didn't know that you couldn't drink liquor like you drink a beer. So they hand me, like, basically, like, a whole bottle to myself. So I just start gulping it. Uh, Yeah, Bryce is making a face of (laughs) dumbfoundedness. Keep going. Are you really confused? No, keep going. Keep talking your story. Well, the one thing I'll say is that I feel like when I started drinking, the taste of liquor just made me so sick that I would never have been able to drink whiskey like it was I beer. I wanted to be cool. I yeah, I guess I oh, guess I could see that. I hear that. I hear that. Especially sure. in that event where it's your first time there, you're kind of just trying to. Yeah, I was yeah, having okay. a good time. My friends were having a great time. I wanted to have a g- great time with them. Uh, and if any of them listen, you know, Chris. Uh, Chris, any of those guys. Um, I, j- I say Chris because he was the one that was like, you have to get messed up. Uh, but. Man, if I have Grid Life guys watching our podcast, that's awesome. They're just dudes. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> actually, Chris is a fan of your channel. He's the guy that you met at SEMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, anyways. So I'm like down in this. And then I remember, like, I'm having a great time at first. I remember the festival ended and then they had like a silent DJ. I am sure you're aware of what that is. Yeah? Wait. Are, are you not? I'm actually very curious. You, do you not know what a silent DJ is? Hunter, please educate. You my really? Uneducated brain. What is a silent DJ? Bryce, you obviously know what it is, but that's all right. We'll tell the rest of the viewers what it is. You know? I really don't know. No, Bryce doesn't know what's going on. I'm really confused. Did Bryce just all of a sudden get really hammered? A silent oh. DJ is of course not. It's like a normal DJ. So there's the DJ and then there's all the people at the party at the rave. <laughs> what? I can't hear what you're saying. Dude, now. he's gonna fall asleep halfway through this podcast. Oh, no. I said I'm not sleeping yet. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> I was trying to talk and then you were talking and I'm sorry. I, I had to interject. <laughs> it, it is tough, I will admit, because I've listened to a lot of podcasts and it is hard. As soon as you get more than like two people, you get people that you got more than one person who kind of wants to talk at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, that does it, make it a lot harder to listen. You, so you got to really focus and you just got to let people talk, I feel like. Not that time. Not the time I had to direct. That's fine. Are we? But it usually stays on the rails. I'm watching better. a brother coral right now. So <laughs> it's, it's fun. Oh, I'll put him in his place. That's why his name is Reek. Hey, oh you're our gosh. Guest. Oh my gosh. I can turn your microphone off with this little button <laughs> oh right here. Oh my gosh. This is, uh, we are off I think the I'm rails. just going to mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no! Bryce, oh wait. I don't know how to do it. Never mind. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Whatever. See, the only thing I don't want to do is like oh. Trump and Biden in the second mm-hmm. presidential debate when they decided they would like mute people's microphones. Like, imagine if one of them kept talking when their microphone was muted. They would have instantly lost the entire race. <laughs> <laughs> so when Caleb told me he muted me there, I was like, all right. 
That's I'm it. I'm gonna I'm, hang tight. I'm done. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than like. You, well, I guess we don't have a video going on. But if You're you had right. a video going and they, you see someone like talking, talking and, and just no not sound. getting their voice <laughs> resonated, like it's the like, ultimate. It's like the ultimate f you. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're they're I, out. Yeah. They out. are full out. Well, but you know what? You know what? What would be even funnier? Just the watching them, like own it. Like they just start talking and then you just <laughs> see them. no but there's no way to like be like passionate about something yeah and then just like stop like you just like you're an idiot at that point Mm, there's no other way to describe it oh dude that's so the imagining that is so funny so anyways back to the drunk story um i forgot about the drunk stories Mm -hmm. yeah uh uh, this is where this is where it got unchained where do you actually know what a silent dj is Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, are, yeah. Are you, okay. are you so messing a, around? A silent DJ. A silent okay, is. so a silent DJ is where you have, uh, at, at least at this Grid Life event, sometimes it's just one, but at this Grid Life event, there was two DJs on, like, uh, directly across from each other. And in the middle, there's tables that have headphones. And you could switch the headphones to blue, or you could fit, switch the headphones to red. The DJ wasn't playing over speakers. It was only coming through the headphones. So you have to be wearing the headphones to hear what the DJs are playing. Um, so it's and if you take off the headphones, it's, just it's silent. Quiet. So everybody's raving. They're playing like crazy EDM music, but to the open world, it's completely silent. So everybody's like, I think it's kind of cool. It's a cool idea. Really I've never cool. been to one, um, but it, it, cool. it's a lot funner than I was into. I at, like the sound of it. I was like, no, that sounds dumb. But like when I was in it. Like it's, and you're like and cool. only the peep the only the little circle right, knows what's half, going on. Yeah, There's yeah. something kind of like freeing and cool about I, that. I have heard about people doing that for parties, but I haven't actually been to like an experience like that. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of fun. But anyways, I remember this was kind of the last thing that I remember at this point. I'm, oh, that's dude, I pr- I'm probably six beers and half a bottle of whiskey in. Oh my gosh. Um, so you could imagine this is me being six months into drinking. Period. Right. Um, so you're 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 hammered. I'm bad, not yeah. good. I remember being there. About it's about to get bad is what you're trying. To I say. remember, I remember thinking, "Wow, this silent disco is awesome," and then saying that, and then my boss at the magazine going, "This sucks," and I was like, "Oof." Um, yeah, and yeah, then I do remember Wally hating on, on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So then my mind, I kind of black out, and I'm in the bathroom. I'm I'm using the bathroom. Oh, just using the bathroom. Like okay. yeah, I'm peeing in the urinal. urinal. Oh, normal. Okay. Not yet. They're not bad yet. In the urinal or whatever. No, 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 no. Not bad. I'm just peeing in the urinal. This is where my mind comes to, and I've somehow befriended four other dudes in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I don't know how. I don't know what I said to them. But whatever I did, they thought it was hilarious. No, and like, they're your friends. Now we're all friends. Um, and then I remember Jesse finding me, and he was like, "Hunter, this is where you've been." Uh, Jesse is my partner at the magazine. I remember like, Jesse, oh, he's like, oh, Hunter, this is where you've been. Come on, bud. Like, what I thought he was just being super friendly, but he was really trying to, like, guide me back to safety. Right. He knew that you had entered the no memory zone. Yeah. So I black out again. Now I'm under a tent, and they think I'm hilarious, whatever I was doing. Uh, so they hand me another beer. Uh-oh. And I chug it for some reason that was Uh-oh. a good idea i do i do remember doing that i remember the guy saying specifically um i remember the guy saying specifically this is my last beer i'm giving this to you because you deserve it what i did to deserve it i don't know 
shotgun it or well, whatever. Well, but this is a good sign because that means at least for the majority, not maybe not the majority, but some of this, you were awesome. Everyone was loving you. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. Isn't that funny how sometimes when you get like super smashed, you just like all your good personalities come out and you're just awesome I, and everyone loves you? Yeah, I guess so. I But I black out again and this time I'm in my bed. And it's oh, cool. seven AM. Oh no. Um I I don't think anything about it. I don't even recognize that I had lost hours and I felt fine at first. Oh I, I'm sorry. I felt fine. I got up and I start getting ready and I go into the living room and they're all they're sitting at the table and they just are looking at me. <laughs> and I was like, What like what's up guys? Oh, like good morning. No. <laughs> and like Jesse looks pissed. Wooly's laughing. Mike is just like, <laughs> Mike is just like looking at like looking at me like you're an idiot. And then we had a videographer with us at the time who looked infuriated with me, and I'm completely unaware of what is. I like I'm like what's going on? And they're like you don't remember anything. And I was like what are you talking about? Last night was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it wasn't awesome for everyone else. Dude, you were fine. Sure yeah, like apparently so. So uh, apparently I obviously got very very bad and to 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 preface how bad I am, the guy who gave me that last beer, I ran into him a year later and the first thing he said to, he looked at me. This is the first time we've seen each other since this night. Right. He looks at me and busts out laughing. It's oh, the first thing. No. He doesn't say anything. He just busts out laughing. And I go, why? Like, like, like what's up? Why are you laughing? He's like, because my last memory of you is you crawling on your hands and knees between two race cars. <laughs> going, I'm looking for my car keys. Like, I, I, I flew hilarious. there. You um, flew there, so you didn't have your car I didn't even have a car there. But I was crawling around well, looking for, for your keys. If I, yeah, you bring your keys and you fucking drop them somewhere, then um, you need your car keys. But sure. anyways. It doesn't matter if it's a car that's there. Well, so clearly he didn't bring his car keys. Apparently I get sick, you know, like, and whatever. The problem comes to when they take me home. Um, so the, this is that last night. So we had to drive. We had a Honda Pilot with us, and then we had our race car, which is the Civic Type R. Mm-hmm. Um, they put me in the back of the pilot. Jesse's up front. Wooly's driving. Wooly is just absolutely done with me. Jesse's like, hey, I need your help helping Hunter. Hunter needs help. And Wooly just turned Metallica up on the radio and just pretended I wasn't in the back seat. Uh, because apparently I was just sitting there going, let me out. Let me out. <laughs> and he drowns you down with Metallica? Yeah. Yeah. So... They get me back. Apparently, I've kind of like passed out up against the, the like the window of the pilot. The pilot, yep. And so they get, Wooly like, just be back opens to your Airbnb the, or something. Well, yeah, Wooly just opens the door, and I fall out of the pilot and and clo- like get hung on the seatbelt. <laughs> so I'm so kinda, do you remember any of this? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. My last memory was just sitting under the tent oh my at gosh. this guy's campsite. This is them telling me what happened the night before. So supposedly, Mike puts me in the bathtub. At some point... Wait, is, this the, is this the motorized bathtub? No, this is not the motorized bathtub. <laughs> At some point, 
at some point, I apparently crawl out of the bathtub, crawl into the living room beside where the videographer was sleeping on the couch, and proceed to just blow chunks all over oh. the living room carpet. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. So Mike tells me, dude, I was woke up at 4.30 in the morning to, Mike, Mike, get him, get him. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucking so, rough. So they, that's so bad. So they all had to get up in the middle of the night, everybody except for me, and clean my mess up oh, in the no. living room because it was an Airbnb. I've done that. And yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and it's a and then form. they just put me in the bed, and I woke up the next morning, uh, and apparently I had, you know, vomited out of the window on the way home that night, and the pilot. So Mike goes, I've been up since six washing the car. <laughs> I the get in. Was all over it. So I'm like, okay. They're like, whatever. Let's go to the track. I get in the car, get a mile down the road, and proceed to vomit on the car on the way to the no! track. <laughs> Wait, this was after he cleaned it? Yes. Yeah, so this is the next morning this then he vomited next on morning. it again. Dude, I vomited. Your boundaries. Fuck. <laughs> it was the second was it like your second time drinking ever? Yeah, it was my second time drinking oh. ever. Ever. Not only that, but I was supposed to be filming, right? I was supposed to get in a race car as soon as I got there. So I'm like trying to get myself together. I'm like, okay. I've obviously oh, do not do that, please. I've obviously <laughs> done something bad. I get out of the car. I grab my helmet, and then I go, I got to go get in the car. I got to go get in the car. And Mike grabs the helmet, and he was like, you are not getting in that car. <laughs> go sleep in the van. <laughs> so I proceeded to go sleep in the van the rest of that day, and I did not get in that car. Well, that sounds nice. Probably you for the better. Sleep. Probably for the better. No, oh, not. Yeah, I, I, I probably better. Di- I was not driving the car. I was riding in a car. I know, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't make that clear. Just want to let everyone know that the dragon has been slain. The dragon's been slain. The dragon has Bryce been completed slain. the I'm final quest. I'm still on my second twisted tea. Yeah, I'm on my second beer. Don't worry I'm about a it. La- I'm lame. I can't hang. I'm like, I feel like. You ha- you totally fucking hang on uh, Saturday. I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the grandpa of the group out of the no. four of us. Audrey's more down to hang than I am. That's true. That's not, that's, a, that's not a bad thing, though. Mostly Audrey and I taking shots. You know, so, sometimes, you know, sometimes I wish I could hang more, but I'm kind of a, like an old man. I use, I don't... Like that crazy story, that was only because it was my second time drinking and I did it by accident. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I would agree with the fact that at least, like, if something like that happened to me today, it would just be miserable. Caleb, you got any stories? You, you could tell a story of... Uh, you want me to tell the story about you? Nah, I mean, yeah, if you want to. I was gonna say, like, uh, do you want do you want to tell a story? Because like Hunter just told a story. Yeah, that's really embarrassing. I kind of regret that. No, that's all right, man. Um, I, I think I've maybe told this story to you, Hunter. Um, but so oh wait, yep. <laughs> it just clicked. Yep. Hunter immediately <laughs> knows what it is. It just clicked. <laughs> that's so funny. All right, so I can ask. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 okay, say it or no. What? That one night, so we were playing Catan, Cities and Nights, and we took... We drank a lot. 
I just, I, I just Bryce re- is making like a drinking. Uh, yeah, I just realized Bryce is pretty intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, just say whatever you want to say. It's fine. This is this podcast is off the rails. So no, we took some fucking edibles. It was like. 20 milligrams. Oh, and, and then we tried to play Catan. It was even me, 25. Yeah. Was, that, no, it was it was 15. No, no, it was 20. It was 20. Either way, that story that Bryce is talking about, yeah, we I, were I, trying to play I a new strategy I beat the entire game. game before the game was played. Yeah, because I read the r- rules because wrong. Because Caleb read the rules wrong. Because I but was high. So, I know. remember we got to like turn three, and people realized that I had already won. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, we're like, wait a second, this isn't right. Right. And then we reread the rules. Yeah. yeah. So that sucked. Yeah. Anyway, so. I was so high, though. Jesus fucking Christ, it's terrible. It sucked. Yeah, no, that was that was not fun. I'm sure a lot of people have those experiences, and they aren't fun. Yeah, you don't want to take too much. This other story that we were prefacing, this All, yeah, prefacing, fuck. sorry, fuck. sorry, prefacing this entire time, prefacing, prefacing, you know, same thing. Uh, so one time my brother was in town to visit. Um, no, actually, wait. I think that was the same night. It was. It was the same night, Bryce. Same night as what? As the the edibles with <laughs> Catan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was the night we played Catan. Was the night well, no shit. Oh, okay. I didn't. I kind of forgot about the fact that it was the same night. So the night starts off with us. Yeah, fair enough. My older brother can call me a dumbass as much as he wants. I'm sorry. I've been really mean to him this podcast, but I did call him Reek for several years. And you did this podcast, too. Yeah. You called him I Reek. Don't, I don't call you Reek anymore. I call you, you No, you call definitely you. called him Reek. What? Yeah, no, you I did. called YouTube billionaire. No, you no, also you called didn't. Me Reek. You called him Reek. <laughs> and we all went, oh, and it was great. And you forgot about it. <laughs> all right. Bryce is about to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> very funny continue with the story all right all right all right so my brother was visiting we were in town and this was not like meant to be a night that we were partying or doing anything like that we were just playing settlers of time you know we like strategy games so we do i was my i had my friend over bryce was over bryce's friend was over audrey was there yep we were really? gonna play Catan, but now we were going to play Catan-ite. a new version of Catan with the uh Fuck. the boats yeah, the boat expansion. Um, but we didn't know the rules. So we did possibly do some edibles right before trying to read the instructions. Terrible idea. Yeah. So Terrible idea. I've been here before, too. New games are best played sober. Yeah, 100%. New games are best played sober. Because it's just not fun when you're trying to figure out no, a game and not. under the influence of anything. It's not. It's not. Um, so anyway those things kicked in while I was trying to read the instructions. And it's kind of like, you know, for the first couple paragraphs, I was like, oh, I'm totally understanding this. And then it kicked in, and I and I just did not understand anything I was reading. Or I did, but then I kind of forgot about it, and then I was reading something else, so and I tried to remember the thing I just read kind of thing. But I was kind of too embarrassed to say it, you know? And I was also like, I'm taking charge of this moment because it was kind of hectic, like... I just wanted to play the game. So, all right, I read the instructions, and then I explained it to everyone. But clearly, I had read the instructions wrong or remembered them wrong and started explaining them wrong. And so we started playing the game. Bryce won in three turns, and then we're like, wait a second. This isn't right. And didn't we end up just, like, stop playing the game? No, we just decided to play with the other rules. I don't remember what happened after that. 
But, oh. um, well, so anyway, after that, we started playing Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. Way after that. Yeah, yeah. Which I played for the very first time last week. What? Yeah, isn't that Deprived crazy? Deprived child. Irrelevant. Continue your conversation. We started playing Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. And now Bryce's friend that was there was super good at Super Smash Bros. He's so good. And he we sucks. were, it was actually Bryce and I versus Bryce's friend. So it was like two of you won. So we had the advantage, but Bryce's no. friend still kept winning. No. You know, like when people are good at Super Smash Bros, they're, they're just, just fucking so they're just destroyed. They're yeah, destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. And so we were playing it for bong rips or shots. <laughs> so whoever lost either had to do a bong rip or a shot. <laughs> and so we kept doing bong rips because, no, I don't know. It's better than a shot. Yeah, it's better than a shot. I mean, you can only take too many shots uh, before you're very sick. But I feel like bong rips are a little bit easier, maybe. Yeah, you get to a point when, like, more weed, you're just kind of already super high, you know? It's kind of... Well, unless it's edibles. Edibles are... Yeah, well, edibles is a whole different level, for sure. Um, Don't do that with edibles. But with, like, normal weed smoking, it's not as big of a deal. This is a good story. But, but yeah, I feel bad at what's going to happen. But you might as well say it. (laughs) So, uh, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, eventually Bryce's friend was like, all right, you guys can't stop to keep doing bong rips. Cause like, you know, we were fine. We kept in the bong rips and maybe we got a little bit more high, but we weren't. I cannot sick. see you doing that. Doing what? Continual bong rips. So yeah, out of your character. I couldn't either, but I definitely drank a decent amount by this point too. Um, so Bryce's friend anyway was like, all right, no bong rips. You got, you got to take shots. So we didn't really put up a fight. We didn't like defend ourselves. We just took nope. the shots. Nope. Uh, and this was like our third or fourth time losing. So we had just done at least three, two to three bong rips. We'd been drinking all night. Like we were fucked. This was a recipe for disaster. Disaster. Sure enough, after we take the shot, I'm doing fine. Um, you know, everyone else is doing fine. But I look over at Bryce. And Bryce is on the clou- couch and his head is slumped. And he's kind of like, you know, head bobbing and just clearly not doing well. Not, so, having, not having a good time. Not having a good time. So I asked him, I was like, hey, Bryce, do you, do you need a bucket? Like, should I go get a bucket? <laughs> and you kind of just nodded. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a bucket. I like casually stand up and I start kind of strutting over to the kitchen Totally not realizing that this might be a an important moment to focus and be <laughs> quick about something. Yeah, Audrey had already tapped out at this point. She was already sick um, in the bathroom. Uh, so, the, yeah, that's actually a good exp- explanation. That's why Bryce wasn't in the bathroom, uh, because you couldn't go in the bathroom because someone was already in the bathroom. Uh, so you were one starting... One bathroom apartment. Yeah, one bathroom apartment. Um, so I'm starting over to the kitchen, and... I'm not realizing this is an important moment. I'm like, hey, Bryce, what size bucket do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait a second. No, it gets better. Sorry, jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. Jumping jump the, the gun. gun. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a good idea to ask what size he wanted. Because, you know, it can't be too small. It can't be too big. <laughs> You're such a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I kind of scared that I'm, one. I'm one having up. so much fun watching you guys recount the situation. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm like halfway to where the buckets are in my kitchen, and Bryce's friend 
comes sprinting past me. Like he pushes me <laughs> over and is running towards the bucket. He's like, "Where the where's the bucket? Where's the bucket?" And then and then I hear it. <laughs> and now oh, there's a wall in between our kitchen and our living room where Bryce was. And so I, I walk around the corner of this wall and what I see is best described as like a murder scene. <laughs> there is throw up everywhere. All over the special couch that Audrey loves. All over my apartment carpet. All over the table. And Bryce is just kind of slumped over at the edge of the couch, like looking disappointed at himself. And I remember Bryce Bryce tried to convince me. (laughs) Bryce tried to convince me to not. Uh oh. Uh oh. Something's happening to Bryce right now, and I'm a little scared. Oh, my God. This is awesome. <laughs> Let's keep going. We're on a roll, dude. Bryce tried to convince me to not clean it up. He was like, just don't bother. It's too bad. Just I'll pay oh someone God. to come and replace it all tomorrow. And I'm like, no, Bryce. We cannot sleep. We can't do anything. We'll throw up all over my apartment. <laughs> we have two cats who would probably try to eat it all. So, sure enough. I mean, this was at like. Dude, I tried to play the money card. Yeah, you tried to play the money card. Um, but this was at like probably 2 to 3 a.m. And I remember spending the next two hours cleaning that up. Um, oh and you did help. God. Credit to you. You helped as much as you could. I ruined my vacuum cleaner because I vacuumed <laughs> it up. That was a mistake. That vacuum smelled like throw up for the rest of my use of that vacuum. But it was the best vacuum I've ever bought, which is really upsetting. Because cause, cause I remember <laughs> killing. <laughs> Caleb was like, hey, like, do you want to go to Jewel and rent, like, this, like, carpet cleaner? Yeah, it's like one of those water vacuum This is the following day, and I I had, like, I had the fucking hangover of, like, death. Really? I didn't know know that. Oh, well, I, like, saw that. I'm like, no, sorry, Caleb. I can't do that. (laughs) I was like, nope. Yeah, so the next day. I really could not do that. I was so fucked. I couldn't do it. The next morning, actually, I woke up and the apartment still smelled like throw up. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. And it was nauseating because, I mean, I, I was hungover too, all right? But I was hungover too. But I went to Jewel, rented a carpet cleaner, cleaned the entire carpet of my living room. I think I offered to pay for it and never did. No, you did. I think so. Oh, I did pay for I'm it. Pretty sure you paid for it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, Bryce did pay fine. for it. Um, but yeah, it sucked. Um, but uh, so I guess the one thing that's special to that, uh, the special thing of that story to me is that Bryce always outdrinks me. And so this was the one time where Bryce got sick and I didn't. Yeah, to be fair, uh, we did omit the previous like three stories of me and Caleb partying at his place and him occupying the one bathroom. Yep. I've done that. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll own it. I've, that never, I've never. It happened a few times. There weren't. It wasn't as epic as his story because I didn't throw up all over the carpet. I made it to the bathroom. Yeah, but I think he started the story with the saying that Audrey was already in the bathroom, so I couldn't have made there. Yeah. Anyway, true. Um, true, true. no, 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 but regardless, no, Caleb definitely was more, I don't know the right word for it. I have been the sick person at a party more than you have. I've never been I'm with Caleb and he's gotten but, sick. Uh, yeah. You've I, never gotten I, sick I'm, with I'm, me. I've done a good job. I mean, I kind of know my limits now. I but like, then again, like I, yeah, I, I don't get crazy that frequently. 
Yeah, I kind of have to go for number three too. Wow, man, the siblings are on a very similar piece schedule. It's wow, kind of weird. Yeah. You're, you've. So this is definitely a crazy podcast. This is. I'm a little overwhelmed, to be frank. Yeah, yeah, a little overwhelmed. Maybe slightly a little embarrassed about some of the things we've shared. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is who we are. So like, let's be proud about it. You know, that's who we are. And if you got, dude, this is, this is. This is literally like you're hanging out with us. Like we're not holding this is back. unchained, man. Exactly. Um, but that's, that's I can't believe this, this is, is going on the internet. But it freaking is. So it's here going we on are. The internet. Let's be proud of it. Let's be stoked on it. Exactly. And you know, if you didn't agree with some of the things, then that was us in the past. We're better in the future. Well, we're we've done. It's also somewhat us in the present. But don't <laughs> 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 look at me disappointed. <laughs> Hey man, I'll have my views. I am entitled to my views, as is everyone. But what what I was gonna say is that the cool thing is that I think pretty much everybody either has a story about getting too uh, too under the influence, messed up, or their friends getting too under the influence. So it, it should be pretty relatable. I mean, almost everyone's gone through something like that, uh, and I think everyone has yeah, a similar similar mindset afterwards where like yeah maybe that kind of sucked maybe i'm a little embarrassed about it but like i'm never gonna forget that moment and for that it's kind of cool it's kind of fun yeah like that grid life story is obviously miserable and but you can pull it out and make everyone laugh but yeah like that's just you know it's part of my story i guess yeah no it's very cool i bet you there are 17 people what now there's probably more than that but Hey, less, less than a hundred people. If you're watching, watching right this now. late, DM us something cool. Let's come up. Should we? I mean, this is this is probably good, right? That's a good place to end it. That Obviously. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, man. If you made it this far, um, comment. Uh, what do you think? What What should they comment, Hunter? Literally, literally comment the words something cool. Something cool. And you All commented right. something cool. Just comment something cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> See? The hunter pulled through. Got it. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, you can check us out yeah, on I'll Instagram. Have What's your Instagram? All of our Instagrams uh, or anything like that. Uh, yeah, there are cops in the background. Don't know what's happening in our little city, but uh, hopefully everything's fine. Bryce, thanks for joining us. Yep. I'm Hunter. That's Caleb. This is Bryce. And this is... Two, Two peas, peas on a, a porch. porch. Two peas on Goodbye. a porch. Goodbye.